Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Irrelevant Podcast. We are here with episode 42. I'm joined once again by Jason. Um, I I do apologize for the, the last episode. Um, not only did it take a little while to get out, um, Jason informed me that there were some technical issues, which I kind of was aware of, but I, I couldn't exactly tell where they were. Like, like, like where the issues started occurring in the, in the episode. Right. And then, I, and then I was kind of in denial. I was like, man, eh, that sounds fine. Um, but then <laughs> you texted me, dude. And you were like, yeah, well, this is unlistenable. Yeah. It's fine until about halfway and the audio just fucking, we start saying things at the same time. I don't know why we've having a slew of, uh, audio issues recently, but hopefully this is the end. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know what the what happened. Like at some point, the audio just because for the like you said for the first hour and like fifteen minutes, it's it's pretty good. And hey, like we I only advertised that it was the Prince of Egypt we were talking about. So in that aspect, you get what you're uh, what you're clicking on. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I when I have time on Saturday, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and edit it. I'm sure I can just. You, you I, I think you said what the exact time is. I saved it in, in, in your chat. I can just go and check what that is and then adjust it from there. Can you edit on YouTube or do you have to like re-upload the shit? No, yeah, that that's the that's the annoying part. I have to go back, delete the video, and then I have to re-upload it again. That's what's annoying. Rip. Yeah, dude. That's why, I I I could get some sort of. Or I, don't, I honestly don't think I would really make much money anyways, but I could do some sort of monetization if I didn't have all of the playlists on my on my channel because I have the right amount of watch time, uh, subscribe like eligible subscriber count, like I have the minimum of everything, right? Right. But the only problem is those playlist videos. Like other than that, I'm eligible to monetize on YouTube, but at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if I would still be at that. I don't know if I would have gotten to that subscriber count or, or hours viewed or amount of views without all the playlists. Cause a bunch of them like did really well. Like, like the first one I posted got like a million, a bunch of them got like several thousand. Like, um, out cut for you. get out for you. That's what I'll have to say. You're out. Uh, you're dragging up? out this intro, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah fuck well i was just letting letting people know about the you know just the news you know because we got the news about the pot you know we always have the news like hey so this is what this is going on you know the news yeah and the podcast news like podcast related shit you know podcast I, I get you i get you i get you i get you <laughs> i get you will will i get you fuck up already. fucking god <laughs> yep yeah, well um so you want to go right into the recommendation yeah fuck it yeah so jason recommended uh to me another mastodon album this time he went with once more around the sun i did that's correct yeah so could you give me a little bit of introduction to this album so once more around the sun is another one of those albums that i think most people when they're like, I'd say after The Hunter, that's when they started to not like the direction that Mastodon was going in. So this mm. is another one. 
that was a little bit poppier than their older stuff, but it's way more intricate than the Hunter. I was going to go with Leviathan or Remission, which is their older, heavier stuff, and that's why I gave the option, but you wanted something a little bit more melodic and poppy, so I went with Once More Around the Sun. I think I think we talked about this last time. It's the coolest album cover that they have. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would say that definitively, but it is pretty pretty badass. The colors pop so oh yeah with that it's like what even is it it's like a bug mixed with like and it's and it's simultaneously like i don't really think it's creepy you know because you think no, like think a it's bug, creepy but you think like a bug mixed with like an alien or whatever would just be really creepy but it's not it's <laughs> it's just kind of mesmerizing to see all the little little designs and everything right um i, I can't wait to like especially this looks really good in the in a thumbnail you know yeah, no, for sure. Um, it's, it's a it's a visual one. It's a popper. Oh yeah, that I I love the the albums that like I can put it on a thumbnail and I can be like, oh yeah, you know, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I always try to make um, I always try to make good uh, thumbnails. I think I've actually I've gotten a whole lot better at them. Like I was very I like impressed. Them. I like the little collage that you do. It's a. It's a nice little, like I said, it just catches your attention. But um, anyway, what did you think of this album? Mm. So, right off the bat, I did not like it as much as Practice Guy or The <laughs> Hunter or... You like The Hunter better than this one? I, well, I, I'd probably have to go listen to... I, I have to go back and listen to it, but I, I can def- obviously say that crack the sky was better and blood mountain well yeah those are their most coveted albums so like that like crack the sky is probably their opus <laughs> i'm just talking about the from the stuff you showed yeah right so like your your perspective is obviously yeah like you have a you have a better perspective on the band but um that makes a whole lot of sense where you're saying like the people didn't like the direction they they went um I could like yeah I I didn't think it was poppy there there was a there was a couple good songs like that that's really the thing uh that I didn't really like about the album is that it it was not as epic and memorable and and just catchy as crack the sky and it was not as like oozing with atmosphere like just um you know ethereal as as blood mountain and the hunter I, I'm, I'm actually kind of blanking on what that one was um yeah that one well, had more catchier like choruses and it was like i said more traditional it was it's probably the most it's probably the easiest like if you were to like sit down and play them i think the hunter probably has the easiest mastodon songs to play i would say as far as wanna, their songs go, go not just and... in general yeah, I'm sure once I listen to it again, I'll I'll remember the melodies. But for this one, even the songs that I that I liked and they they catch my attention. Sorry, caught not catched, fuck, caught <laughs> my attention. It was really only like, um, certain parts of the songs and elements, like Ember City. I love that guitar solo at the end. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Tread yeah, Lightly is really fun to play. Um, I like the 
the the little speed picking part that goes before they go into the solo that one's always fun is to do as a little warm-up yeah i actually i i, I want to hear you play a lot of like uh these in, in person i think that'll be fun man they're fucking hard um the one that's uh that's kind of fun to play also is more difficult than it sounds is a sleep in the deep i think as far as like ethereal and dreamy that's probably the most on this album the music video is really trippy too it's about a cat that you know explores a psychedelic realm <laughs> they always have weird quirky music videos yeah i am oh that is that what the lyrics are about too i actually don't remember i because I, I didn't really, really get too heavily in the lyrics with mastodon because i feel like they're not really like they're good the... they're good when you actually look at them but i just don't even really i don't even really think about it <laughs> like gojira this... i think the words are obviously more overt yeah it's just something about like just not the volume level, but just the style in which he sings. It's just it's hard to more... catch him. Right. And you just, it, it, it doesn't demand your attention as much. Like what you're really focused on is it's a, I mean, it's the whole experience in general, I think with all the guitars. Right. But the singing it's, it's, and especially because all three of them are singing. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it it's really just more of like a, like an ensemble kind of thing. Yeah, it's really more for the the vibe of it. They don't really, and that's with most like they're metal pretty unique in, general, in that the vocals, in that unless it's like a like like core, or it's pop punk, or it's just you know that's just the structure of it. The vocals are the center stage, and the you know give a fuck about the instruments in the background. It's all squashed to hell and sounds like shit. The vocals are really there to you know get all the get all the <laughs> the underaged uh, girls to jump into the tour van. That's why they're there. But this, oh, like most fuck. metal genres, is, is just yeah, meant wait. to be more of a mixture. Who, who did that? <laughs> Every fucking, you know, popular metalcore, deathcore, pop punk band you can think of, you know, fuck. they're all uh, groomers and all that. Not to say I'm just being overgeneralizing, <laughs> overgeneralizing, but who um, in the entertainment industry isn't like it's almost just like yeah like, it is a given whoa not, really? not many people in this genre though like like bands like mastodon gojira like mostly like most of these guys are just chill and like they don't have any criminal records and don't really do that shit so not many in this I genre too, i will say but yeah um but i yeah so i did like tread lightly that was a good opening track yeah i, I really liked that like I think when it got to like the half point, and you just hear like that that gallop, I thought that was really well done. Yeah, that that that's a good song for the gym. But yeah, like, a lot of these are good like treadmill running songs. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, that that is one of like the more positive aspects of the album. Chimes at midnight. I thought I like I like that opening. Yeah, the riff is it's fun. really. Yeah, they always do, really cool things with the guitar where like it almost like doesn't even sound like it's a guitar yeah they're big into effects they were the the first band because i listened to them like very early into my music career so i wanted to get all the pedals and have the massive spaceship console to fuck with all the knobs and create really weird trippy sounds like i I love when bands do that not many bands do that these days a lot of it's just digital processing that they do in the Mm. studio and then they kind of backtrack it live or they just skip it live or they just whatever they do but i like bands that actually mess with effects analog effects and obviously there's digital effects you can mess with in pedals too but yeah they always have really really cool sounds just physical sonically good sounding things even if the song isn't that's (laughs) good itself but (laughs) yeah tread laser one i like the riff for the mother low that's also a really fun riff to play 
The chorus is a little poppy, but I I like the song overall. I think. For for which one? The motherload. Fuck. A lot of these, like, I hate to say, but like a lot of them, like I'm just blanking on them. They just were kind of forgettable. Well, I think the, the that's the one that's the most distinctive song on the album, besides um, "Asleep in the Deep." I think is another, and then "Chimes of Midnight." The the pacing of that song, um. I think is different from the rest of them. The only song that I don't oh, like on oh, here yeah. is uh, the Mother High Road. Load. Mother Load, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. I like the, like the this time. The, yeah. yeah, that song. Okay. Um, but that intro riff is a really fun riff to play. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. High Road is the only song I don't like on this album. It's too, like, I don't know something about it. It just lacks is. momentum. It's the I, one with the really slow chugging riff. That one. I like mouthing riff noises. Yeah. <laughs> Feast your eyes. I remember there was something. Let me listen to an excerpt of it. Hold on. I'm actually blanking on that one. <laughs> I should have picked Leviathan. It has more. I uh, actually, I don't like that one. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't like Feast Your Eyes. Yeah, High Road and Feast Your Eyes. I don't I thought like. Thought that was it. I I I think actually I'm I'm thinking of Asleep in the Deep because that's the one you said was was really fucking trippy. Yeah, that song is really um, really fun. I love that song a lot. I actually out of this whole entire album, that's actually the song that I just have on my playlist that I listen to all the time. Um, oh, that and Diamonds Lisa, I I didn't really like that one. The intro riff is really cool, but like they, I don't. Yeah, like the, but it's just. Uh, I think the rest of the song, like it, just totally overshadowed that. And yeah, it's weird because they and, and I remember I was like, because I hated this album when I first listened to it. I, I was one of the things like I was a fan of them, and this was the first like new album that I was going to experience from them. And I was like, huh, I don't because I was really heavy into Crack the Sky, so I was like, I don't really like this at all compared to Crack the Sky. And when I was looking at a bunch of reviews for this song, they were like, why the fuck did they get like a little choir kids like doing a chant? Yeah, I was <laughs> just about to say that. That was cringe. Yeah. I was like, Mastodon, you are so above that. I don't know what why they decided doing? to do that. I, I don't know. That's the weirdest thing they've ever done. I But it's I'm the only not, song like that, so whatever. I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm not saying that like you can't incorporate that maybe in like some sort of interesting way the lyrics were but fucking like if, if they changed that, the lyrics that was to something it. Yeah, it was let's get up said. and rock and roll like that would have been so much better like it, it actually kind of sounds creepy so like if they would have kept with the theme it would have actually sounded cool but the lyrics were just what the fuck yeah i know it's just like i mean maybe they were parodying like parodying but like i i don't know like it just like you know when a, when like even if like okay let me put it this way you know with the whole well it was parodying it you know when like that is like a defense to justify if something like something that's bad is good you know that this is just, that's just a cope <laughs> yeah yeah that's just exactly. a cope because like you want to think it's good but it's really not so you're like well it's actually a parody and it's like no it's just bad <laughs> i don't think it's a parody i think they just probably like got their kids on the mic because they thought it was a cute wholesome moment or something i don't fucking know yeah, i don't know like and like you said, it's like supposed to be creepy, and then it's like I don't know what I really don't know what the fuck they were. It's like Mastodon, what were you doing? <laughs> and I've never I've never said that in my entire time listening to them from the stuff you've shown me. I've never at one point gone like, yeah, guys, like what were you doing exactly? Like everything they've done, like it's always just kind of made sense, and it just 
just kind of works but this that was the only time where i was just not like this is just eh, it's just wow that was cringe <laughs> see the thing that's really interesting about them is that like they're all getting older right so like most of them don't want to scream and like do more of the aggressive shit and that's like true. write really complex stuff anymore so it's like blood mountain was i think the last album where they had like the heaviest screaming mixed with like the clean vocals and the catchy choruses so it's like leviathan is kind of, like leviathan is I, the reason why i was i was going to do this one because like the riffs on leviathan are fucking a lot better than the riffs on once more around the sun but like i don't know if you would get into the actual like the vocals are a little bit more rough around the edges than even on blood mountain so they're and on that aspect it's kind of hard to get into but besides that like they're just they're all fucking pumping just insane awesome songs insanely awesome songs so <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll try that one out i mean it's a hard listen though for if you're not used to it but i mean i feel like you're getting more accustomed to it i just it's i don't know but I mean, this album well, i i don't know uh, actually I, I met this guy last week where he like the only two <laughs> the only two mastodon albums he knew were the were remission and leviathan but after that he's like oh i really? i don't yeah it's <laughs> like that's it <laughs> he's like yeah i just i don't know i kind of forgot that they were a thing and he's like yeah leviathan is badass i'm like oh hey cool yeah leviathan is a great album i don't think you like remission at all because remission has cool riffs on it but yeah you it's... yeah you you always kind of told me that that one was like yeah i don't know if i'll I mean, I we, like the album. It's like that's what defined them. Like they were like like really sludgy and just gross sounding and heavy and like it was just like insane the stuff that they were doing on that album. But I don't know the vocals. I've never really liked the vocals on that album. Leviathan they at least have a little more structure to it. And Blood Mountains when they really just like get more work done on the vocals. Like they're obviously more intense, but like they have more melodies to them and they actually have better structure than just barking on the mic. So that's kind of the difference because i think blood blood mountain is probably their cleanest heavy song if that makes sense or heavy album if that makes sense yeah i really can see that because like honestly I, I probably said this like on the episode but i don't exactly remember what i said for that segment but blood mountain just feels like you're in some in some mountain at nighttime in like a blizzard in like the himalayas yeah, you got like a like, <laughs> yeah, like, like same you, thing with you, the sword. You got like a fighting demons kind of aura. Exactly, like you know exactly the kind of vibe I'm talking about. Like you're in the Himalayas, you're going through some weird temples and caves, right? Like you're fighting like the Yeti, whatever the fuck it is. Like, oh man, and I just I love that album cover with the blue and the yeah, I like it better than. Well, album cover, not necessarily album. Yeah. But I love that album cover better than Crack This Guy. So, I mean, the thing with Mastodon, and I, I don't really blame them because, like, especially, like, getting it from a guitar player's perspective or just, like, a songwriter's perspective, like, these guys, like, they can't do albums like Crack the Sky and Leviathan and then um Blood Mountain all the time. Like it's it's insane how much technician like technicianship work goes into that shit. Like I can't imagine having to. They even were like, we can't even top this album. Like there's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just can't do it. Um, because like, like it's their most intricate shit ever. Like it's I know I keep harping on it, but it really is difficult. Like I listen to insane like technical death stuff, and those guys like that's just all they do but 
for a band that like has to be like Mastodon where it's like they have to sing at the same time while doing the shit, not just like screaming really fast on like whatever beat like most death metal guys do. Death metal guys don't really care about the vocal rhythm. It kind of just comes out whatever. But these guys actually have structures and rhythms that are different to what they're playing. So it's like I don't blame them sometimes like trying to like go more simple and also like cater to a wider audience, get more massive, blah, 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 try to get on the radio. So all that's well and good, but I don't know. Like I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes. Like they're almost, they're probably in their mid forties. So it's like, I can't imagine having to keep like outdoing yourself every album. Like that's fucking exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's that's show business, man. Yeah. That's show business. From that, from that, from that era, like I think, like once more around the sun is probably let me go back and look at their discography before I uh, say something weird. But I think like once around once more around the sun is probably like the extent of the difficult shit that they do. Um, and then yeah, because after that they do Emperor of Sand, which I think is just honestly B sides of Once More Around the Sun. And then it, it's a little bit more simple. And then their newest one, Hushed and Grim, which they have some complex parts, but for the most part, it just gets keeps getting more simple. So I think Once More on the Sun is their last, like, more technically difficult album that they've released. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean it's it. I mean it's annoying to keep saying it, but they really just they can't top those two albums. I think I think that's just going to be what it is. Yeah, sometimes that's the case. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of another band. I mean, look at how like low Metallica dropped from <laughs> from the Black album after that. Yeah, like they just came out that new. Th- I didn't even listen to it yet. Oh, have they? Ca- <laughs> I didn't even know they came out with a full album yet. Yeah, I, I don't exactly. Even know. Like that's the level of you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't but, follow the band, so like it's not hard to do. Like there's a there's a lot of artists where I'm so behind in their music. Even bands I like, like oh fuck, they dropped a new album. <laughs> God, yeah, I'm getting know. to that age now where I'm just falling behind and everything, and I hate it. Same, like I feel like I'm old now. I'm like, wait, what? what? Like people are talking about the shows. I'm like, God, dude, I watch like one episode of Narcos a month. Like I don't know what shows are being going on right now. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. man, it's not good. It's no good. But well, I must say, the album cover of the new Metallica album is dog shit. I'll have to see this now. Let's see. It's bad. <laughs> Metallica. 72 seasons that's the album it's just a broken crib with some this looks like what was that book that you read when you're younger it's like that i spy book you know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah that's accurate like what the fuck man you you mean like the yeah exactly it's like the i spy and you have to like beat the thing and you have to go to the thing like it has the numbers all coordinated it's like Find the Lincoln logs on the ground. What Fisher Price vacuum is over? Like you just have to like bunch of. They're all like the similar color, and you have to fucking find the items. Like, <laughs> what is this, dude? God, eleventh studio album from heavy metal bands Metallica. Let's see, seventy like, seasons so... shadows follow. Screaming suicide. Sleepwalk my life away. You must burn. Crown of barbed wire, chasing light. If darkness had a sun, too far gone? Question mark. Room of mirrors and inamorata. Yeah. Damn, okay. they got an eleven-minute song on this bitch. Yeah. Okay. The, I'm sorry. Those are bad songs. Like, like those. I'm, I'm sorry. Those are bad titles. I that, think you must burn is probably the the dumbest one. I I hate like that like angsty, fucking no, shit. S- sleepwalk my life away. 
<laughs> That's also kind of cringe. Or screaming suicide. Shadows if, follow. If darkness. Yeah, man. I think song. they gotta hang it up. Okay, yeah, I know. Okay, guys, for those for those who are gonna listen to it and be like, you haven't listened to it. Yet. It's like, yeah, I know, but it, you can sometimes you can just kind of tell that something's not good, <laughs> you know. See, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't listened to it, so it, there might be songs I might like on here, but I don't know. Dude, we should do this. <laughs> I'll do it. I I actually haven't listened to a full Metallica album, actually. You've never listened to through. a whole, not any nope. of them. Not oh, one dude. all the way through. Fuck. Ever. Then we should do one of their good ones first. <laughs> well, actually, hold on. I may have. I I I probably have heard all the. You didn't do Kill 'Em All because I remember that was your favorite. Or I'm pretty Kill sure 'Em All was, was not favorite. my favorite album from them. What was your favorite? Was it Puppets? It was either that or Ride the Lightning. I can't, I can't even remember. Okay. <laughs> I, I keep Every time I say the songs I think are on the album, they're always on the other ones. So it's like, fuck, I don't even remember. So Master of Puppets, I mean, I do like a lot of the songs on there, unless their hits were on there. So I, I do like that album. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one, what the fuck? I know, and it's like, it doesn't even have like the, the famous like Metallica, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you can see that M right there, but like, I didn't even notice that until like now. Yeah, and it's like it kills me because like I I want to like Metallica, I want I want to like this album, right? But it's like you said, they, you gotta hang it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just wish I they, know. I just wish they performed at the Super Bowl. Everyone's been saying that for years that they're gonna play the Super Bowl and they never do. Right. I don't and know I, why they wouldn't because like they're a very popular. Well, like no one would not know who they are. Like <laughs> they're not extreme, so I don't know why they wouldn't be able to. Like they can play all their hits at the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and be also, fine. Like, it, like they only just, have to play all their new shit. Right, and it makes sense because it's literally like it's football. Like it just it goes yeah. well. But I mean, like we we know why they don't do it. Uh, it's I honestly don't know why because they're no. It's I mean. It, you really don't you really can't think why like it's really not hard to figure it out well i know like they want to like sell out to like the the most popular artist that's recent being of that year so like whoever grosses the highest sales is probably who they're going to go with but again like if they had fucking cold play play super bowl they could have metallica play a super bowl good point but like it is like, a i get like no, the rap but... stuff like i get why all the rappers do because like that's like literally the most popular genre in this country and like oh, yeah, what's the most just... people listen to or country yeah, they're just trying to, they're just trying to be the most palatable, right? And well, honestly, like as far as metal bands go, Metallica is probably like, they are the most palatable, I would say. Right, right, like yeah, definitely more than Megadeth. Even though Megadeth is pretty, like, I would say, pretty palatable. Like my fucking mom probably likes Enter Sandman. Like they're just like they don't like every <laughs> like they're right, they or have mass like, appeal. Like they definitely would. They 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 definitely could do it. Like I said, if Coldplay can fucking do the Super Bowl, they can do the Super Bowl. Well, to that point, I must say that is a testament to how far, like just culturally, we've just kept declining. And that was that was like in 2016. So that was what like, fuck, seven years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fuck, 2016 was seven years ago, man. Yeah, bro. I graduated in 2015. It's all gone downhill from there. Yeah, <laughs> I forget that too. Well, so like that's the thing. Like Coldplay playing now, I don't think that would ever happen. 
maybe I could see like Imagine Dragons or something like that. Right? Well, then I don't know because the last Super who who even played was it Rihanna? Who the fuck even was on the last Super Bowl? I don't know. I wanna. I I think it was like it it was some pop or like hip hop, the like rapper. I mean that that. Uh, let me see. But I, I know they do throwbacks because the the Super Bowl before the last one they had like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, all the '90s um guys so like they'll do throwbacks and those guys haven't had a hit in fucking forever and everyone hates eminem now um so what did he do <laughs> huh well i know he's an asshole but like what did he do like what, what did he say well, his music <laughs> his new music is just bad oh that i do know yeah <laughs> like no like one he, yeah, yeah i've even people who are like who love rap music are like yeah that's bad like even people yeah. that like who are used to like him like his old stuff they're like yeah he's just really bad now but like, did he yeah. say anything that like pissed people off? He's just—I don't know. I think, I think that style of rap is just dead. Like the whole like complaining and being offensive and just like bitching about shit. I think is that era is kind of gone. So like, he hasn't really adapted. He's just still kind of that angry character. So I think less people relate to that now. Um, oh, it was Rihanna. Yeah, and especially for the offensive things. So it's like you know you can't drop f bombs and can't talk about murdering people intricately like that. You can talk about shooting people all you want, even if you did it. You know, you can snitch on yourself all you want, but you can't, like, you know, say how you're going to pull someone's intestines out and bathe in it or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you guys, you have to have that fangirl appeal. Most fangirls don't want to hear that shit, you know? They want to hear about how much money they're going to make and how many dicks they're going to suck or, you know, how many cars they're going to drive. Like, that's that's what people want to hear not not complaining about the government or other pop stars or murdering people you know the government yeah (laughs) but honestly like i don't think anything outside of like the hip-hop rapper like pop genre will like will be at the super bowl anytime soon you never know i mean i i just i just don't understand why metallica's never done it especially when like when they were the most popular thing on the planet they've they've never played the super bowl Actually, I'm curious to see. I want to look up the list of who's been because like I I don't like follow football, so like I'm pretty sure they've never played a Super Bowl. I might be even wrong no, about I don't, that. No, 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 no. You're right. I'm pretty sure like like because people have been asking them. There's been petitions for them to be in a Super Bowl halftime show for a long time. I think it would be really funny if Mastodon played the entirety of Blood Mountain. Not the, I mean, not the entire, like, like all the songs from Blood Mountain for the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. What? Gosh. Played this... in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they've never done it. Let me see. Okay, Wikipedia. Interesting. Um, okay, Super Bowl. Oh, Matt Metallica says why they won't play Super Bowl ever. What? So maybe it's not even up to maybe it's because they just don't want to do it. I'm I'm reading a small excerpt. He's like, I can't dance. This is James Hetton. This may be false. I'm just I'm. It's on metal injection, so I, I don't know if this is true or not. But anyway, he says, I can't dance. I can't jump around. I'm not an acrobat. I'm not a variety show. You know, we're artists. We're a band. We love playing songs. We're not gonna fly through the air on a sparkly star with a unicorn. It's become less about music, unfortunately, and more about just the spectacle. When we played for the 50th anniversary of the NFL right here in our hometown, and they didn't even had us do it, that would have been the time. Maybe that time has passed. So I guess they won't even play it now. 
whatever. I actually like kind of can see what he's saying. I like because people are just aren't they're not excited by like just the music anymore. Like it has to be some crazy like they f- like fall from this like this thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like they have to pull off some crazy stunt. Which I, I don't. Coldplay didn't do that shit. Like they, like they just fucking stand up there and didn't move. <laughs> no, but they, but they had stuff that was like off the stage, and like they, they started not on the stage, and they had to go on, and they had to do this whole, you know, you know, like well, you it see, is a per- it is a show. Like it's it's never yeah, but like been Metallica just, like, doesn't know how playing. the fuck. Like he's just saying, like he doesn't like feel like just doing all that bullshit. Like he just wants to get up there and play, and just like play music. Yeah, but they do that th- for their entire career. It's like you can't just like do one different thing. I guess also, they do a lot I mean, different. So they played in Antarctica. They, I, I guess I shouldn't talk shit, but I don't know. Whatever. They played in Antarctica. Yeah, they did. They played. Oh, they're really? the only band that's played on all seven continents. Oh really? Where? Or maybe where, not the only band, but one of the first. Where in South America did they play? <laughs> Probably everywhere: Argentina, Brazil. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking Peru, some shit. Yeah, I know Mexico people like it. Actually, unironically, Slipknot would be a really great halftime show because they would have a pretty intricate stage set up and a bunch of theatrical shit happen around. And there's nine guys jumping around and doing crazy shit. So they, like, regardless of the music, they actually would put on a really good show for the Super Bowl. Even the like the music too, like that has like rap metal elements in it, so that could kind of make people interested. You know, I think yeah, Slip like I know like I like, like Slipknot. I think... They're I I really kind of grew to like them. Yeah, they, they. I can think because, like, obviously they don't play that many songs. Like the halftime's not that long, so I can think of four or five songs. Yeah, they but could they chop can make some. And... Yeah, they can make like a medley. That'd be that'd be cool. I would totally watch that. Yeah, because like they, like they definitely have like radio friendly song. Well, not radio friendly, but stuff that'd be fun for a performance, not just crazy shit. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, they would be a great. I that would I would actually be really funny. Like I would hope I'd live long enough to see Slipknot play a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, I don't know the likelihood of that happening. But. No, there's no way. Everybody's freaking out about all this like Satan imagery and shits. So, like I don't think there's. I mean, well, no one really I, gives a fuck anyway. Well, I do, but. Well, they don't have like satanic imagery. Well, I guess they have the goat on one of their albums, but like on their live shit, like it, there's no like. I didn't I think know, that, like, I didn't think they did. I mean, you could make the argument that the music is is demonic. I wouldn't necessarily say that, but like yeah, I didn't think they had any like like satanic symbols or anything like that. I mean they had like I all think their- they've had some on like their older masks, but like not it's just like it's not in their music. No, I I mean the the music is just like I mean it just it just talks about like disgusting things, but I, none of it is clearly like invoking Demons They're older, out, not the newer albums. The older albums kind of. <laughs> oh, are they really? No, like yeah the 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 lyrics on the newer stuff are 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 tame compared to their old records. Yeah, actually, that that does make sense when I think about it. I mean, um, like I said, you got to be dynamic. You can't just be that way forever. You got to express more sides of yourself. Yeah, unless like what you do is just so good, and then you could just, you know, um, but that doesn't happen a lot. Um, but that's hard though. I mean, like once you like, that's just the thing. Like when you get famous, you know, is that like, I'm sure like, cause like us from the outside are just, oh, you know, why don't they just give up? Why don't they just hang it up? And then it's like, I mean, you know, like we've never been in that. I mean, 
I still would agree with that. Like to just hang it up, you know, like it just move on to something else. But like, I, you know, I'm just imagine like just being in the situation and, and you just experience highs that are like that high, you know, like it just, well, I'm, I'm sure it's hard to come down from them. And like, once you do actually come down, like it makes sense why all these, a lot of these people like just get depressed or they just commit suicide, you know? I guess it just depends. Like if they actually really liked the album and they thought they put a lot of work into it and people just didn't like it, that's one different thing. But like if they're just kind of riding the coattails and just being like, all right, let's just make an album and this is kind of good or yeah, I kind of like this. Let's just put it out. That's that's when I'm like, you probably should hang it up. But I don't know if they like unironically really like the album that they made. I, I hate it when bands do this and I don't, I'm not saying Metallica does this because I haven't listened to anything from them interview-wise in forever, but every time a, like a band that's been out since the 90s, early 2000s, people like ask them, like, what's your favorite album that you've done? And they're always like, oh, actually, the new one's probably the best work we've ever done. It's usually pretty fucking, like, yeah, they just or, They just do that to, like, that. just to advertise, like, their new album. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I hate, like, promotion shit like that. Just, like, just say the one you like the most. Like, don't just be like, oh, actually, this new album's got some pretty cool shit on it. It's like, no shit we're gonna hear it just fucking like, yeah, say like what <laughs> they they do that for like like video uh, games too they're like this i hate is, that so this much. is the best call of duty or like the the meme i like i don't you don't know anything about like super smash bros culture do you i mean i, I played super smash bros but since like, it was but on like, gamecube but not not in culture i guess yeah because like there's a big online community well not online sorry like like there's a big competitive scene and there's a huge, like, it's almost like the NFL. Not to that scale, but it's like that where it has, you know, all the players, everybody knows. We all know who's good, who's bad, who was good, who was bad, who came up, who won this, who won that tournament. Um, like, all, all that stuff, like, all the narratives of who likes who, who's talking shit, you know? Um, right. But so, I, I actually, like, kind of, I might show this to you. They made a documentary about it. It's actually very well done. Um, and then in it, it, it talks about when Brawl came out. And I don't know if you know, but the way Brawl was designed, it was designed to remove all of the competitive features that were in Melee. Accidentally, by the way. Um, mm. Which actually, you could look at it. It was pretty cool. Like all the All the cool shit you can do in Melee was all just an accident. Because the game was developed in less than a year so they just like they just totally Wild. just they just bullshitted it but then it came out great you can do i i actually i i could show you this one day you could do a bunch of cool shit in it um and then brawl was like they like they intentionally like so the guy who designed melee or like they like the guy who's in he's a, who's like the head of smash in general like his philosophy is like no everyone gets to win like he he doesn't like the idea of like a competitive scene um yeah. right and say whatever you want about that um uh, but so like he intentionally stripped the features from it right and then and then when it when this the segment of the the documentary where it's talking about brawl it's showing the i, I think it's like the e3 presentation and it's got like reggie remember that guy <laughs> It's and it's got it's got like Reggie and he's like giving the introduction and he's he's just like, it's the best Super Smash Brothers, by far. <laughs> and then that like just became like a meme. Everyone's just like, it's the best. Like insert whatever, by far. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm sure is that like that's the curse of life. You can put so much effort into something and it just becomes mediocre. But then you can fucking bullshit wing your way on or do something on accident and then becomes a cult classic. It's insane. Yeah, flukes. It's just it's so crazy. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. How much genius shit has been created off of accidents is astronomical. Yeah, it's called lightning in a bottle for a reason. <laughs> you can't try to catch lightning in a bottle. It just it's so frustrating because like it's just you just have to wait. And you can put as much work as you want, but you can't just capture that lightning forcefully. But yeah, yeah I fucking, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, when it comes to music, I think music is just, like a, like we've said before, good music is just hard to make. And you can't do it every time, so you just that thing gotta, is hard to make. Yeah. Really, like honestly, like good food, that's hard to make. <laughs> yeah. Um... Dude, I, That's I, true. I pulled up the list of the performers at the halftime shows. Get this. It's Super Bowl one. The performer was the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band. Oh, <laughs> see, I'm glad we got away from that. That'd be fucking boring. Oh, I'd kill myself. I had to listen to a oh, fucking no, marching actually, band. I kind of want to hear what this. Oh, dude, they played the William Tell Overture. That's badass. <laughs> That's badass. You know what I'm talking about? Um, no, maybe no i'm not into it's the um, kind of culture it's the it's so stupid <laughs> it's epic dude no it's, it's not now we got Are you fucking that's like a tom and jerry chase scene like what the yeah, fuck it's, it's a well constructed piece of music i appreciate it uh, now okay well, I'm, I'm glad for... we moved away from marching bands for the halftime i'd rather watch some dumb bitch twerk and then make fun of her than just sit there like uh <laughs> i'd rather the marching bands but yeah because you're classic you're a classic of course William. traditional we got yes young I'm... old man exactly so we got grambling <laughs> state university marching band Florida A&M University Band. Okay. So, it looks like it's marching bands for... Okay. Let me see. <laughs> it's a marching band. Okay. Up until Super Bowl Six in New Orleans. Okay. So, Ella Fitzgerald performed. That makes sense. Okay. Ella Fitzgerald. But then we go... I've heard that name. Yeah, she's a jazz musician. Or like, yeah, kind of. Like blues or something like that. Um, we got, okay, more marching bands. More, okay, Up With The People. I don't know who that is. No, me either. Nope. Oh, oh, it's 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 a non-profit organization. It's a... What the fuck? Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, so more... More marching bands. So we got Ken Hamilton. I don't know who that is. Up with the people again. Okay, a lot of like drill teams. Lots of universities and all that stuff. Okay, so it looks like the first actual like it's a group, right? And it's not a marching band anymore. It looks like is tops and blue interesting oh wait no never mind that's not it's a it's made up of like military members 
Um, I'm looking at the the worst one people ranked, and apparently the worst halftime show of all time they gave to the Black Eyed Peas in 2011. Was that really that bad? I guess so. I I don't remember it. It was a long ass time ago. Apparently, <laughs> sla- wait what? Slash duetted with Fergie's "The Sweet Child of Mine." Bro. Christina Aguilera did her fucking national so- anthem, so Yo, she obviously Glo- sucks. Gloria Estefan was in the Super Bowl halftime show. What the hell? <laughs> oh god. She's a she's a really good Cuban singer. It's probably the most unknown person. Oh, Maroon Five. That that makes sense. They were really bad. I actually I remember that one. That was fucking awful. The Maroon Five. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Travis Scott, big boy. Yeah, I remember this. He was it's in fucking... the oh oh Michael Jackson. I remember I I remember seeing that. Yeah, that one wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean I wasn't um, alive, but I've I've seen videos of it. It actually looked pretty, and he played the songs I like. So obviously the the Janet Jackson and the Justin Timberlake is the most iconic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Diana nope, dude, Ross. I feel bad for her. that. Wasn't even her fault. Wait, is that when she got naked or whatever? No, like she like Justin Timberlake was supposed to rip like a like one single piece of clothing off of her, and she had a wardrobe malfunction, and he ended up like ripping more. And then like one of her like tits popped out, and like she, I think she got fined for it. Then obviously she was like a national embarrassment for a minute. Like it wasn't even her fucking fault. And then Justin Tim like apologized, like because like it wasn't really his fault either. But he's still the one that fucked up, or I don't know who fucked up more, him or the costume. But it's just like it's so stupid. How is how is he? Is Justin he, Timberlake. Yeah, is he cringe or is he actually like? I I don't really listen to his music. I think he has a good voice. No, no, I, like, I I mean him like as a like in in just in real life, like him as a person. Like I I, I, I have no idea. Okay, cause like he actually has a couple songs I think are are pretty decent. Cause like it's 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 a lot like it's Michael Jackson inspired, which I think yeah. is I I I really like those songs. A lot of it I think is just whatever, but he actually gave a really good performance in the Social Network. I never saw that movie. Did he oh, play you... Mark Zuckerberg? No, he played Sean Parker, one of his uh, oh one of his shareholders. The... He's like the one fuck? of the. He's like one of the other guys who founded it. Who the fuck played Mark Zuckerberg? Not Andy Samberg, the other guy that um, looks kind of like Andy Samberg. Yeah. Tells his name. No, not uh, Michael Cera. It's all those what, guy, all those archetypes of curly haired dudes, dorks. Who the fuck? I can't remember. Anyway, no, dude. Speaking Je- of Zuckerberg, it was, do you know that? It, mm-hmm? it was Jesse Eisenberg. That's who he is. Jesse Eisenberg. That's who they're all Jewish. Dude. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go figure. Fucking. Speaking of Mark Zuckerberg, do you know, like, I was reading today that he's, like, gonna have a cage match with Elon Musk. Yeah, I was, somebody told me that today. I thought they were, they were, they were joking, but they're not. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Dude, I think, honestly, I think Mark Zuckerberg would probably, because I think he trains in jiu-jitsu or some shit. I, I don't think Elon Musk moves from his, from his meme couch. <laughs> no, I, from what I understand, it, he actually got jacked, too. Elon Musk? Yeah, you didn't see? Really? Yeah. Every time, I guess the last thing I saw about him was like people were making fun of him with his shirt off. It was like weirdly shaped torso. It's like bulky at the top and kind of like skinny at the bottom or something. He kind of looked like a Tonka truck. 
<laughs> with like skinny <laughs> arms. <laughs> no, I I don't know if he like does kickboxing or whatever you say he did, but like no, I mean he's he's working out. He's he's gotten in much better shape. Because like these guys like they they can do whatever the fuck they want. So, you know, I'm it makes just... it makes sense that they just have oh, they all just start working out. Why did I just want to know why? Like apparently Elon Musk was the one that challenged him and Zuckerberg's like send me the Addy, bro. So, I don't know why. <laughs> Sounds like really I don't know if they're actually going to do it, but I don't know. They, this... I would totally go and, like, and watch that. Like, are they doing like, a charity event? I don't know. <laughs> what? Wait, what are you like, saying? They, I, I assume like they would have beef or something, or they got pissed off, and that's why they were doing it. Apparently, he was just bored, I guess. Like, where the fuck? Yeah, because it's like, do they have beef? I mean, I, I guess they might express like different political views, but... Yeah, I don't know that, though. Like, I mean, for some things, I'm sure, but but like Mark Zuckerberg actually does like jujitsu like tournaments and shit. Like, like I I I have like even though like there's celebrities or whatever, I have respect for people that actually do jujitsu because that's not an easy martial arts to do. I don't think you can bullshit your way through it. I think like you legitimately have to like put the work in. So, um, he said he's won a couple tournaments. So Elon Musk might actually have his maker here. Yeah, I remember you said Maynard does it. Yeah, Maynard does jujitsu. A lot of a lot of celebrities do jujitsu that you wouldn't expect, but like it's not like fucking karate. You know what I mean? Because karate is kind of a bullshit um, martial arts. Obviously, if you're really good at it and you do tournaments, whatever, that's different. But like most like regular people getting into karate, like it's kind of useless. Taekwondo is a little bit more lethal, I think, but jujitsu is nasty. Oh yeah, that like you can actually use that in real life. Yeah. Like in the uh, <laughs> tier of of martial arts, oh yeah. I mean, karate. I'm sure you can do shit, but you have to actually be like, like really good at it and coordinated to be able to actually like, you know, like just actually like win a street fight. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> Elon Musk is such a moron sometimes. He was like, I have this great move that I call the walrus where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. Like, he's trying so hard to be funny. It's really cringy. Oh, Elon? Yes. <laughs> like, he just needs to chill the fuck out and focus on making electric cars and fixing our power grid to make this innovation actually part of the future. Like, he's just stopping a fucking idiot. Sometimes I'm like... I'll, I mean, I'm sure, like, he talks about it, but I'm just like, what does he do, like, all the time? You know, it like seems he, like he just like 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 reacts to memes and just makes really bad decisions, like for Twitter. Like I don't even know why he bought Twitter. <laughs> like like he, it's just he, a dumpster fire. Like even the people that were on his side are just be like are just kind of jumping shit from him now. I think he's like trying to ban like cis or like the mentioning of that word because it's like supposed to be a slur now. But like. He, like for being a proponent of free speech this is not the the direction that you probably should go in so i don't know what the fuck he's doing i really don't i understand like why he would do something like that because like i mean like, like in the way i see it okay like do i think it should be banned like not not really but like think about like 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 for, for like this for example like did you ever even like hear that word before like 2016 like the concept of being cis like no like it's, i don't it, know it's totally like an ideological 
big. Like nobody knew what that was until 2016. Like literally, no yeah, one was like, I'm of the "Yeah, I'm a, that I'm a cis the dumb male." Shit they want. Oh no, yeah, that 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 is true as well. But I, I I guess like I'm just trying to explain like why, like he would do something like that. He's just cherry picks. Like he's he gets. I feel like he just gets like he's like too sensitive to run a social media platform. Like he just needs to focus on cars and maybe space. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know I SpaceX don't... if it's what's got <laughs> if that's what's going on. I mean, I don't the... really care because like I don't use Twitter really. I mean, like whatever Elon I Musk don't is... either. Right, so like whatever Elon Musk is doing, I honestly don't really care. Like he can, I mean, it, it, he could do whatever the fuck he wants, right? Like, um, no, he can do whatever he wants. I'm just saying, like, it probably would be a lot better for him if he just like stopped like worrying about all this other bullshit and just like focused on Tesla like the most. I don't even know if he's worried, but I'm sure he's just kind of just, like just he probably I, gives no fucks. I, like he's either bored or he's just kind of dicking around because he can kind of. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He just wants to be really well liked and he wants to be like the Tony Stark of our generation. He wants to be really funny. Like he wants to I'm still pissed off about the Dogecoin thing. He was so unfunny. He tanked the cryptocurrency. Like that'll never like that'll simultaneously be the most hilarious and most irritating thing that's ever happened in my lifetime. Anyway. He fucking like he was backing Dogecoin and <laughs> I this isn't like this is just like the jokes. So it's like he was doing an SNL skit. And he was so fucking unfunny and unpopular. Like people were saying that it was contributing to the tanking of Dogecoin because of it, because <laughs> he was backed up from it. But I don't know if that's how it actually happened. I'm just being silly. But I don't know. Like he just he just comes off really cringy. Like the dude's in his fifties. Like he just needs to fucking chill out. He yeah he must be really fucking bored too. But I don't know. I mean I I do like some of his positions on it. I just don't like his delivery like or his content. Cause like he did, it, I think it was a our interview with BBC or one of those dumb journalism news outlets where they're just trying to get him in a gotcha moment or just trying to you know get the moral high road to him. You know that the, the yeah, time I, they I, do. I like when he just dicks those people. That's satisfying. Yeah. Cause like yeah, so like he was he basically was saying like you know like you you'll say something and then you'll stock your stocks will tank and he was like well if that's the price for me to have free speech I can accept that so like he's just willing to lose money over what he wants to say. So on that part, it's like I respect him for that because like if you're gonna complain about you know the shit that happens to you when you say something that is unpopular, I think you really shouldn't have any room to complain. Like you know the consequences of what can happen if you don't actually care, then don't actually care. And I I I mean sure not for everything, but like a, a lot of stuff he says, like I I actually do believe that like he genuinely believes it because a lot of his beliefs like aren't even really like like that radical that's what like i don't understand why like the left hates him so much like he's not a, he's not conservative at all like i don't and that's the other thing i don't i don't understand why like conservatives love him so much like you know he's not even really that he's not conservative you know? well you know how that goes people just latch on to statements well yeah because they, they die on it, that hill politically so uh, you well know, i know yeah that, that that's true like they say like one thing and then it's oh he's on our team you know and yeah, i'm like exactly yeah i'm like no he's really not i mean uh, on something sure he's I, I i i do like his his proponent for like um of how he's like very against like like children getting easy access to like all this like trans surgery and and like the the what what is it like the the birth 
blockers. No, not birth. Fuck. Hormone not blockers. A, yeah, not a birth blocker. Fuck. <laughs> birth out. Fuck your baby. Yeah, no, that that's bad. Birth um, control. That is also bad. But um, I I I like how I like his his opinions on that. I mean, I wish he applied it to like all ages, but um. Yeah, but like, I mean, obviously he's a, he's an extremely successful person, and like I do actually have to give him credit for that. A lot of people like to undermine that, but like, no, he's he's a very successful guy, you know. Um, well, he was one of the most richest people on the planet at one point. Yeah, um, and like I know, like with the Trump case, you can just make the well, like he inherited all that, and that that's fair, you know. Um, but well, like he if, didn't inherit. I mean, obviously he inherited a lot of money to do the shit that he needs to do, but like you like. Uh, like you can have a lot of money and fuck it up so it's like if you're not like in the least bit savvy like <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, well yeah <laughs> doesn't that, matter that's... how much money you have you can lose it well yeah that that that's that's something i talk about all the time and that's why like i don't i don't i don't have a problem with trump either because you know like like you said like trump or elon musk can just they can get addicted to heroin and then lose all their shit the next day you know like yeah i don't have like, a problem it's, with it's people not, inheriting things and being successful yeah. i just have a problem like if they are not transparent about it or it's like they're like they pretend to be more self-made than they actually are and like they try to tell people regular people how like oh you can retrieve all your genes and look at me like it's like you know if you just work hard you can do what i do it's just like not really you have to you have to have money to spend money like very few things unless you win the fucking lottery or in the stock market or you get insanely lucky or you just have some raw natural talent in the entertainment industry you can't just fucking just do shit from nothing. You have to have some sort of capital to do anything, and especially in America. Oh, oh yeah, de- definitely. Um, but I think what people pe- like what people fail to understand, uh, and this is like something I I definitely um preach. Uh, it's like I understand that like you need capital in order to do things right, and 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 make money financially right. Like if you want to make big money like be like an entrepreneur and all that stuff you know like not have to work for somebody else like you just make your own shit do some you know like you know exactly what i'm talking about in order to do that yes you do need capital but then it's like well okay how do you get capital like you either inherited it or you just had to save up money and, and invest it or in you borrow it's loans most of the time people are true but to, you also have their overhead right but you also got to pay those off you know but well, yeah but <laughs> no but what what people don't under like what people just either they don't understand or they just don't want to accept is like at some point or another like these people like they did have to work and they did have to work really hard to get like what you know like you know like the way that investments work not just with stocks but like the way that it's like okay i have you know twenty thousand dollars right and i run a uh you know i run a a painting business for example right like if so if i have like tw- i have like twenty thousand dollars from earnings it's like well what am i gonna invest it in i can either invest it into just some bullshit right like just some temporary gratification right you could invest it in like materials for your, like the work, right? More more paint, right? And that's cool. And but that's that that's just the same shit you're doing, right? But like the smart thing to do, obviously, in like like business one oh one is like you invest all that twenty thousand dollars into like, you know, a truck or something like that, so that you can get your shit to the to the jobs. Like it's faster, it's more efficient, 
people like that are like they look at that they think it like you know that's more professional they'd rather get from you rather than somebody who's just coming in like some some regular car you know like like that's the shit that like those decisions are like are what builds capital over time right and like you you do that you re, you reinvest that money get another truck you know get get all this money from that and then okay yeah now i can buy a warehouse you know and then i have that space i can store up all this paint you know I will say the one of the difficult things to do is to scale your business appropriately. So sometimes you don't want to throw all your money into future investments if you don't have the sales or the clientele to back it up, or you have too much and you're hemorrhaging money or not hemorrhaging, you're you're funneling money too heavily into one area that's not giving you a a, a profitable result. So I just you just have to be good at budgeting and you know segmenting where your money goes and how much you actually have to spend to you know keep all your employees happy and keep the your costs down keep the overhead from just you know falling in on you so it just depends like i've seen people like heavily invest before they're ready to to scale up and then they just have a drop in sales or they just have some sort of efficiency problem and then they're in over their heads and then they're you know crippling in the interest especially if they borrowed the money so it just depends like you have to you have to just scale it correctly but yeah, most yeah, people I don't mean, do any investing, which is yeah. I don't blame a lot of it because like we didn't learn to do that shit in school. Like no one talked about invest. Like I had like economics classes, and we would talk about what Roth IRAs are, what you know, how to do taxes, maybe, um, like the housing market a little bit. Like you never really got in depth into well, it. okay, you never did practice here's, models. Here's my take on that. I know I've gone on that train before about like that they didn't teach us how to teach like do practical shit in school. And they did, like, but it was very vague. It, you didn't no, really go into like but, other subjects. But here's my thing: like that's honestly like it's whatever. Who cares? Like your your parents can teach you that. You know, like all this shit. Like but your parents be- might better, be, not actually. be the most effective people to teach you that. So like, I'd rather have somebody that well, actually yeah, knows more but then about it's that like, shit than my fucking parents. Yeah, but like, then like let's not like foster this culture that would make it like. So that you just wouldn't really know about, you know, like, you see what I'm saying? There's like a bunch of shit like that where it's like, well, I mean, I'm obviously it wouldn't hurt to like do it in schools, but like, I still am a thing. Well, okay. Then if it doesn't happen in the school, then like you, your, your parents can always be just as good, if not better of an education, like tool than school. I think that not learning how money works and financial independence and literacy is probably by design. Like I most because obviously because they they funnel college down your throat so fucking hard. Like yeah, if they were to teach yeah. you financial literacy, be like, no, I'm not gonna go into debt when I'm fucking eight. Assuming you don't have a scholarship or financial aid, your parents aren't paying for it. If you literally have to just take out loans yourself. Like, that's the worst deal you could ever think of. It's the worst interest deal you can think of. The amount of years, it's, like, worse than a mortgage. It's, like, fuck that. Yeah, no one but... in the right... Like, if that was any other venture besides school, nobody would take that deal. It's awful. So, it's, like, if you actually learn that shit in school and be, like, why is this a bad deal? Like, where can I actually put my money that would see more greater return in, you know, five to ten years? Like, what accounts can I put this in? A CD, fucking bonds, trust whatever yeah. the case may be Roth IRA like there's so much shit out there that you can just do and if you started when you were in your early 20s by the time you were 40 50 you'd be set and retired and not have to worry about fucking 
Social Security. And then if you do the Roth, that shit's already taxed. So you won't even get raped by the government when you need to take that money out. So it's like if you just learn more shit like that, you would be you probably would have a different mindset coming out of school. Obviously, people are going to be irresponsible. And that's a whole other cultural story. Oh, yeah. and just like that, That's a whole different thing. But like the fact that like they don't even care about like showing us the importance or how that works i think is because they that's by design design, like you said because like they just like well and this is the other thing with the whole like college thing the reason like people aren't thinking about all of the negatives like 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 ramifications of like going to college and all that shit but it's it's honestly like people don't want to like escape that like i I just need the college experience and it's like no you fucking don't like it's just there's there's so much like there's better things to do in life than just to go to college and waste your life you know i like, have heard that I'm, excuse so many times i've had that argument just, with my parents so many times it's like, like wait fuck the college experience like they were saying that to you yeah so like, like you, we, you, we were you actually talking about this the other day exper- i'm like no fuck that <laughs> so here here was my argument my my thing was and that was i gone back and forth because like my my dad obviously like went to fucking school to be an engineer and he gets paid very well to be an engineer so my thing was like it just depends on your degree if you have a highly technical degree like you know doctor lawyer engineer it whatever the case may be if it's a specific thing that you're learning fine but like a lot of bas are kind of useless and that's that's the joke because like people that are you know had a psychology degree if they didn't find a job or didn't know what they want to do they just go into bartending and they went to real estate you know that was their cycle but obviously you can do anything with any degree if you have the aptitude and obviously luck but most of it is a scam if it's not a highly technical degree you're not learning useful competitive information you're learning outdated information that they're just still holding on to for some reason but anyway so i was telling that so i was like you don't actually learn useful information for me what i thought was like marketing and shit like that it's like that's why i dropped out of it because like I'd, i'd rather have more experience doing like sales and marketing that i'm doing in my job now i already have you know five years experience so like i guarantee you i'd be hired by some other company than somebody fresh out of college with a degree we're like well getting a degree shows that you have the capability to go through something and you have the determination to finish work and it's like that's all well and good but most jobs don't give a fuck about that now so yeah i mean that was the whole thing it's like the college experience the energy behind your personality of your oh you did a hard thing and you completed a task it's like it's fucking useless it's yeah, but also it's not even man. it's not even fucking hard to get one anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. like the the Anyone standards have been lowered. Pay like, attention. Yeah, like the standards are so low now. Like, it's, yeah, that's it's, why jobs don't care. Like, are they really gonna hire a dumbass fucking twenty one year old that has a communications degree, or are they gonna hire somebody that's in the field straight out of high school that they're hiring for for five years? You know, or yeah, four yeah, years? Yeah, no, you know and, I mean? like, and, there's and, no fucking way. Yeah, and like the the like the guy who's coming straight out of high school, he's not gonna ask for as much money as the guys coming out of college, so like they can just get away with like paying that guy less, you know? Yeah, there's that Cause, too. Yeah, because that that guy like he doesn't have to pay off debt and everything, so like he doesn't need he doesn't necessarily even need to be paid that much money. So he, he wouldn't really care, you know? <laughs> like, right. well, so he doesn't know that he probably doesn't even know that like they they they're thinking about that like hmm should we pay him less or more he probably just thinking yeah they'll just pay me whatever they'll pay me you know what's um, the other thing too is people don't know the <laughs> the competitive wage thing so yeah. i mean employers are starting getting like oh these fucking gen zers won't even apply to a job if we don't have the salary listed in the title or the descriptions like yeah no fucking shit why why would you waste your time for a job that you can't even live off of like 
you're trying to be intentionally sneaky like and also like people that actually have a useful degree or a lot of experience and they don't negotiate their wage or what they think their time and value is worth competitive in the market is really fucking dumb and that's also a skill they never taught us either they right. said oh you're just supposed to accept whatever bullshit hand that they give you and you're lucky enough if you even find a job in this economy in this economy what are you fucking lazy like <laughs> right and it's, and it's always like this economy this economy and it's like you can find a fucking job they just don't teach you how to like Fuck, but it's man. jobs like, that people don't want to do like a lot of high paying trade jobs are fucking hard work and people most people just want to sit in an office and yeah, make a but powerpoint like, dude, want to get paid yeah. six figures for it like fuck off yeah but but okay i, can I see organize that. meetings then, i'm a good team organizational leader like suck my dick yeah but honestly like this is another take i have anyone who says like oh i love what i do that's a cope <laughs> that is such mean? a cope like people that are just like oh i i i i love what i do and i'm like no you really don't like no one really loves their job unless you're like that's not true no Depends no, no. What you do unless it's like literally your passion and it, like you're if you're like a football coach right or like you're like a like an artist or something like that like you know or, or like people that just like like they just can say nothing but like positive things about their job like that's cool. I mean, I personally feel like you have to be more autistic than not to enjoy mundane jobs, <laughs> but I think people can enjoy their job and get well, sure you know, especially can. they get paid well for it and like they actually enjoy what they're doing. I th- I think I actually meet a lot of people that are like that. I I mean, I know I talked to a lot of people that are doing high school high schoolers jobs and they're bitching about life and they can't, you know, ever move up and that's a different story. Everyone's never content with what they are, where they are or what they have. But I also meet a lot of people that are in their passionate field and they can make a living off of it. So that's refreshing. Man, that, 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 I mean, that's like the, the dream. That's the sweet spot. And if you're there, I'm sure you really are happy, you know? Um, I mean, one can only hope. And, you know, I mean, I, not every I don't know. Case, I just, but, you know, I, I know what you're talking about, though. I, I, I know what you're talking about. And I don't know. I mean, it's just the grass is always greener i think people just have this mind like because they're never content they just have this mindset if i move to this state if i take this job if i move to this new position i'll be more fulfilled it's like you'll probably just be more stressed out in all actuality if you don't like like the base job that you're doing right now more of it with more money is just not going to go away if you're having yeah i think that that that's why like i i just i don't want to work for somebody like later on in life, like I eventually just want to like, that's like what I want to just start my businesses. Like I don't want to be working for somebody else, and just work yeah, some like have that mentality. Yeah, it's just like I don't want to work some bullshit. Like, yeah, like the the job I do, like you know, it's whatever. But it's like that's just life, you know. Like, and it's obviously like big people like. Like, like you've talked about like they just think that like the job they're in is just like that yep that's just like what i'm doing it's like well not necessarily like you can always go back to college you can always go to like trade school you can always just try to uh, work for a different company like just you know there's always competition there's always like there's always opportunity for work here in this country especially not yeah but a lot of it's not like livable work though a lot of it is just like it's a fucking indentured servitude pretty much well yeah um, but then you just kind of i know it's hard but then you like you just gotta cut some expenses save that shit up and then i mean i know that might take a while like depending on who you are where you live how you know but it's like it can always work 
you know. Well, I'm, I'm talking like, to the people like their job won't even cover their fucking rent, so like not even cutting, you know, expenditures. It's like you can't even survive off of this bullshit job. Yeah, but if you can't survive off your bullshit job, then you shouldn't be fucking living like by yourself. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, some people only you know are not that lucky to be able to, to get into a situation with someone else. Sometimes it just happens. Well, yeah, no, but, I mean, but... re- regardless, like not a lot of jobs pay that well. You have to have a lot more degree of skill and or just luck, I guess. You can get really lucky. Like, I, there's some really fucking dumb people that I know that have very high paying jobs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big like believer that like honestly like like the money you make like your wage or your salary or whatever the fuck like that has nothing. This is like literally not. I mean, not literally nothing. But it essentially has, like, little to do with how successful somebody is. It really is just, like, it's just decisions, like, where you put your money, your, like, what you spend your time doing, who you spend your time with. Like, that's really where it matters. There's a bunch of hidden costs in life, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like, a lot of people just don't see that, the way, like, supply and demand works. And, like, when people are like, oh, this is so expensive, it's like, well, I mean, just think about it, you know? Like, you know, when it comes to a lot of things, whether it's like gas or like housing or like almost anything, you know? Yeah. What's crazy to me is like, especially in the, in the field that I work is like a lot of boomers that they have this like entitlement that they, because they bought an instrument that was expensive back in whatever fucking heyday that they know exactly what it's worth right now. And like, they always overvalue everything that they have. And they don't like, how do you not get how the market fluctuates? Like, I don't understand this. Like, it's like, this is not what they're currently selling for. So either wait until it does or take the hit. And people are like, no, I've been, I have, I've been fucking doing this for 30 years. Like, fuck, I don't know what prices are. Like, no, you don't currently. Cause if you don't understand how the market fluctuates, you don't know anything. It's like, I watched everyone always shot. has that. And, I watched Pawn Star and I they told me Exactly. Yeah, I've been at this Pawn Star shop for 30 years. Or my favorites when they break and this is more for guns, not more for instruments. Like they'll break out like a fucking book. Like some old like handbook of like the values of guns, like oh, mm, this yeah. is the fucking this is the current competitive rate for this firearm. It's like do you look at the fucking internet? Do you actually like see what's on eBay or Gunbrook? Like, no, you just fucking just make a number out of your ass. And because you're old, you think that's right. Like, no, (laughs) so many boomers act like that. Just like, fuck off. Yeah. But that's where that mentality started with the whole, like, you know, like, like people aren't paid. And it's like, it's just like, there's so many things wrong with like like statements from the boomers where like it's like yeah. where do i even st- like how do i even begin to like criticize like the stuff that like a lot of stuff like that just like comes from the boomers some stuff like people don't even realize that like they started like the whole like like who are you to force your morality onto me like all that came from the boomers um it's just like it's funny like not only are they cringy but they're just like fucking untrue like they just hold on to the shit that just isn't true and it's yeah, like, not even like, like yeah, 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 my yeah, truth yeah, versus yeah, your yeah, truth it's like yeah, they could like, easily uh, read like fuck. yeah like i don't i don't really care if you're cringy as long as you hold on to like the truth right like that's that's commendable but you just happen to be cringy right but it's yeah. honestly kind of like you can kind of just be like ah, uh, all right you know silly him right but 
like if you're cringe and you're not holding on to it, like that's that's just like the worst combination. Let's see. Let's see the the worst boomer catchphrases. Actually, there's this is a really good video about about that. Like the worst like boomer talking points. One of them was like, it was like um, they're trying to divide us or something. <laughs> yeah, everyone always says that shit. Yeah. Or the fuck. Hold on. Very uh, true. Yeah, worst boomer. Let me see this shit. I not. I would say not catch. Like I'm gonna say worst boomer mottos is more because like it's just gonna give you like really stupid like stuff like boob tube and dumb shit like that. Kill me. Let's see the worst boomer mottos. 21 pieces of boomer advice that have aged so poorly they're basically rancid. Let's see. <laughs> oh my god. Unhealthy marriage advice. That's like almost every old fucker I talk to. Or the just buy a house. <laughs> yeah, just buy a house. Um, wait, hold on. <laughs> If you really um, want to work for a company you like, you can't wait for them first. Go wait in their parking lot every day, and eventually they'll let you in. <laughs> Just march um, right on in there. My mom says that all the time. Just march right on in there. Like, no, I'm not going to the police station to just demand a ride along because you want me to do it this weekend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um. A lot of the ones I'm seeing are just like, they're just like kind of silly cultural misunderstandings. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like like philosophical things from the boomers. Life's not fair. You don't always get what you want. Nobody said it would be easy. Um, work hard, play hard. Yeah, work uh, hard, play hard. Play <laughs> that... stupid games, win dumb prizes. Like all those other boomer sayings. It was like some. Minor in what you love, major in what gets you a job. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's not horrible advice, I guess, if you really want to go to college. Maybe that is, I don't know. I mean, maybe the whole point is you're supposed to major in what you love and hopefully that gets you the job. And then if your minor is not going to get you a job, then don't do it, I guess, is more efficient. Mm. <laughs> There's got this quote from Jake Damare. Never before has there been a generation blessed with such abundant opportunity who demanded so much more and been seemingly more unwilling to share with future generations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just, I don't know if it's just like a, it's just like a, they're, they're a victim to complacency and comfort. Like, I, I don't know. Oh yeah. Like that's, that is undeniably true like at an unprecedented level interesting financial yeah. advice <laughs> yeah i um i think that's also like they they're just the most uneducated when it comes to like food that's a really funny thing like they unironically think like really shitty fast food is is good for you like not like i don't care how old I'm gonna live, you know? Fucking, I like, you know, I'd, I'd rather live fun than die older. What the fuck is the? I'm my my mind's mush right now. You know what I'm talking about that that dumb phrase, right? But they unironically think that like shitty fast food is is good, which is insane to me. Like, I guess they grew up in that generation where like McDonald's actually... was the most interesting thing that ever happened to them. 
or maybe that's older i don't fucking know just like the concept of fast food in general <laughs> is incredible to me or like they just they're just so unaware like it's crazy like how much how many people that have diabetes that just get their leg taken off like fuck it like they're just so uneducated about how to eat anything good for you that they just fucking like fuck it just take my leg i don't care i'll continue to eat and die <laughs> like what is wrong <laughs> They're so fucking stupid, like unironically stupid. Oof. Like they even know this shit. Like they're 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 literally willing to die for their ignorance. Yeah, that's just. Or how many people are on oxygen and they're on fucking rascals and they're still like waddling around, fucking going for the Oreos and shit. Like I hate this new mindset where everyone's like, there is no such thing as bad food. You just got to eat in moderation. Like if you don't eat any fucking nutrients, regardless of how much exercise you do, like. Like, you can eat junk, but, like, if you eat no nutrients to back it up, if you're mostly, if your diet's mostly fat, sugar, and sodium, you're gonna fucking die. Yeah, like, <laughs> like boomer, Regardless of how fat like, or skinny you are, you will die. Boomer diets are just so Awful. bad. They're so, it's kind of, like, mesmerizingly bad. And, like... <laughs> it, it blows my mind. It's just, like, how have you lived for 60 years and you're still fucking retarded? Like, how... How are you alive this long? How's your heart not exploded? Like, you're literally on oxygen, on a rascal. How are you not dead? Like, you're gonna, like... Well, fuck. a lot of them did. But the problem was that there was so many of them. Like, at one point, literally half of the country was just, like, boomers. The same age. Like, but, like... It's, it's, like... They're all, like... oh, They're all fat and overweight. They all have, like, cancer... And other, like, some, like, heart disease. They're all, like, just, like, they, they're just, like, use iPads. It's, like, what? It's, like, <laughs> they fucking I boomers and their iPads, not these kids and these phones. <laughs> right. And it's, like, well, where the fuck do you think <laughs> they got it from, bro? Your, your two-inch text letters. <laughs> right. I'm, like, where do you think they got it from? <laughs> yeah. I, like I mean, the, the whole cancer thing, that's just a product of, like, our, our American fucking food is just designed to kill us slowly. But the fact that, like, they just, they just don't give a fuck. And then they're so surprised. Like, what? Well, it's just because they were given everything. So they never actually had to, like, you know, they never had to do anything. <laughs> I get that part. But the fact that, like, they just, like, willfully ignore it and just, or not even willfully ignore it, just, like, refuse to accept it. Like, the delusion is insane in these people. Like, you, there's no talking with them. You can't, like, it's, you're not even trying to, like, to convince them. You're just being like, hey, this is no, how I live my life. And they're just like, no, that's wrong. No like, way. no, you're going to die. You're wrong. Like, you're going to fucking die soon. There like, is you're... no way you're going to convince them. Because, like, they're just, <laughs> they, they are so imbued and, like, indoctrinated with, like, the, like, the principles of classical liberalism. It's just, like, the certain things, like, it just, you, you, there's no chance. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, classical liberalism, not like 2023 liberalism. Those are very no, different. I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, like there's, there's a lot of connections obviously, and they are similar in a lot of ways, but yeah. Cause a lot of people like just, they don't understand that the distinction of like, like what conservatism and liberalism actually like is not like, I'm not. Like, people just, like, they only understand the two ideologies in terms of, like, CNN and Fox News. And it's like, no. I think it's it's a lot more, like, 
it, I mean, it, it's a bunch of different things. Um, but it essentially is like, it's more or less like tradition or progress or actually like this, this one video I saw actually explained it pretty well. Uh, John Doyle, great, great man, by the way, I've referenced him a lot. He's very good. Um, where he basically like, regardless, he explained it this way. He's like, regardless of whether or not the people who claim to represent these ideologies in, in politics actually like, you know, embody these ideas like the essential difference between left wing and right wing is um the like right wing believes in hierarchy like just like natural hierarchy like some things are better than others right and then le the left wing believes in um equality you know like like just ev everything is 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 the same right and then the I would actually argue bad. that left wing people have a way more intense hierarchical structure, like especially when it comes to skin color, like sexual orientation, gender, um, what you do, how much money you make. I I feel like they have a they almost have like a caste system. How they you know? No, how they they, they don't they don't fucking realize everything. it, but they 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 don't they think otherwise, or you know, like they don't actually like realize that it's 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 not it's like a shit ideology. Yeah. But um like you know the teachings of John Locke? I learned about him, but I couldn't fucking name you one. Okay, because he invented like the awful fucking idea that like human beings are like we're born good and that we're all essentially that like we're all literally the same. And that the only thing uh, like that makes us different is just all like environmental differences, like yeah, other like it, it's nurture. all yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and it's like it's like it just it, it's it's the origins of all of like just the lack of like responsibility and stuff like that of just like oh it's just that it's just oh if i had more more of this if i had more of that if i you know if i had this or this person didn't do that to me and it's like yeah it gets to a point where like you you're just kind of responsible for your own actions like i know we're all born in different circumstances and whatever and that does affect us to an extent to a big extent actually but like at the end of the day you you always can turn your life around you know We've talked about I just fundamentally I fundamentally disagree with the idea that people are born naturally good. And that's not even me being right, cynical. That, like I think that's it's just literally false. True. Like Yeah. <laughs> like um, I, I don't even know if people are born neutral. I think some people are just wired to be good and some people are just wired to be bad. And some people kind of float in the gray area depending on their environment. So like I I don't know. Yeah, actually no, he actually um he came up with the or actually I don't know if it was him, but Somebody in that time of like philosophy in England, they came up with the blank slate theory, which is yeah, like we're, that I could like, believe more than just inherentness and in anything. <laughs> but I don't think no, I I think that doesn't really make any sense because like even like when like well, we're not across born, the board, no, not like generally. But also, it's like neutral. Like human beings are neutral. I think I don't even understand like what that means, you know? Because like we always like we're born innately with like desires and whatever. You know, like we we always like, like we have our like actual physical needs. Like without them, they'll die. But like we also have like, like human beings. Like every every single human being always like tr is trying to look for like a purpose, right? Like we're we're trying to look for some greater thing, even if you don't realize it, right? Um, and so I would say that, like, just being born neutral, that just doesn't really. 
Isn't that just what? like it doesn't make any sense? I think it's just like since you don't like you like since you're a, since you're born until the time you die, you don't know anything until you have an input of information that you can process, and it depends like and depends on how you view life and who's teaching you what, right? It's like it's why you have multiple different cultures of everyone thinking exactly opposite, but then you have some people that you know they're a world away and they act the same so like i said nothing is ever a one brush stroke i don't think people are born inherently good or bad or they're inherently born neutral i think some people are just going to be the way they are and they're going to fall on whatever spectrum that is and whether that's more of the environment that they grew up in and the stuff that they were taught or if they were abused or had a really rough life rough life it's like there's psychopaths that have a traumatic life and there's psychopaths that had a good life, even just in serial killers. That's true. And like yeah. you can make the argument that all serial killers are inherently born evil or bad or whatever because it doesn't matter what their upbringing is, they're still just going to have that urge because not all serial killers were brought up in an abused you know, household. So it just depends on who it is. And I don't know how far that goes into the you know the the unconscious of our human brain and what gets what wires get fucked up to make us do weird shit you know i i don't know i don't think you can boil it down to one philosophy i think it's just a multitude of factors that's why i don't like philosophy because it just takes complex topics and it boils it down to a fucking you know a twitter character <laughs> twitter characters you know not, like just, not all know. philosophies but not all of them but most the ones that most people quote are just don't really fucking mean anything i think philosophy in general just doesn't mean anything just blowing air i used to be very interested in it but as i grow older it's just like it's just fucking word salad and it's, it's not even productive it's it's pretty productive we do philosophy all the time well i mean inherently i guess but like just like focusing like if you really take the time to reflect down to the words that you say all the time for everything like there's no purpose to that just do Absolutely the shit that there is then like <laughs> there's not are we just like meat sacks like People no, you want to talk have, well, about shit. Let me, let me, let me clarify. You're literally, you're literally doing <laughs> philosophy right now. I <laughs> understand that. What I'm saying is like, if you have to do so much critical thinking down to all of the words that you say and thinking about every aspect of everything, you're going to, you're going to self-destruct. It's just like, it's, you know, it's, you're overanalyzing shit that doesn't need to be overanalyzed. Sometimes things are that simple. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to complicate every single aspect of your life to a philosophical slogan and that just boils it down to one simplistic jargon like it's, it's not it's not for everybody but like a lot of people like gen like there's like a lot like philosophers like aristotle and and or like confucius you know like people just generally are like yeah he was an epic you know like a lot of the shit he says is really valuable you know and obviously you know it's i don't think anyone will ever get to their level right Despite what the fucking Marxists say, like Karl Marx was a shit philosopher. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. I mean, it's just gonna boil down to the things you agree with and the things you don't agree with. I think inherently, or not inherently, like the value you can calculate is if it's useful to your life. But I think like applying that logic no, to every single Marx, aspect of your like, life is so not No, but Marx, like, there's so many, good. there's so many things where like he's just like he's just literally wrong. Either that, I don't know if he like was like intentional or if he was just stupid. Or I don't know what, but like, like, like you're saying it, like the, the way that like it affects your life. And if you decide to live through that philosophy, you live the way Aristotle lives, you're going to live a pretty good life. But if you live the way Marx lived and the, the shit that he like pre preaches, that's going to lead to an awful life. Well, I think it's more of an ideology. It's more of a political ideology than like a true full, I guess it is kind of all a, the, 
it's all what in the same What do you mean of... define as a philosophy? Like, what is that? Like, what is a philosophy to you? I guess. Because, like, like, you can say anything, it's a fucking philosophy. It's it's just the, like, it's just thinking. Oh, that's all it is. Like, it's, it's just, it literally means love of knowledge. It just means, like, sitting down and, like, just, re- like, it's just, you know, it it's, it, it's like metaphysics. Like, it's just about, it's like about the meaning of things beyond just the matter, you know? So, I guess... I'm trying to be very specific with what I say here. Um, I think the useless aspect of philosophy is just overthinking subjects that'll never be relevant to your life. And you can have interest in that stuff and it'd be, you know, it's good to train your brain. I think that's the the most important thing about thinking about anything is like you're using your fucking brain, whether it's to create a, a pretentious sentence or solve a problem or design something like you're using your brain doing all of those things so i think the useless aspect is just thinking about shit that's never going to be relevant to your life and overthinking it like the concept of the of the universe or like the concept of where you think humans go after you die besides a religious context just like the act of just overthinking about it like why is that useful to you on this planet well i mean it it, it's like um you know but 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 that's the thing like people who have talked about that you know like you're gonna like like if they said something interesting about like you're gonna remember that and like people like will talk about that for a long time and that that's what they dedicated their life to right i think there's a difference having a general interest in a hobby and something and trying to make a philosophical idea your personality but it has no actual effect or no like real substance outside of you just thinking about it I you know what I, I'm saying? I, like, I, I have a take on this. I think okay. honestly, like this, like what you're saying, it's kind of like, it's the same situation with art where like modern art is just like, we all know it's bad. It's pretentious. It's cringe. It's, it's ugly. I think like modern philosophy is the same way. Like it's just, it's half baked. We all know this shit. It's just like, you, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Well, I guess like in that own right, it's useless anyway. Because I remember when I did take philosophy, he the, he was like, anything you can think of, it's already been thought of before. So it's like there's no point in trying to make up something new. You're just supposed to learn whatever someone before you said. So it's like in that case, it's just you know you listen to the people that inspire you, whoever the fuck they are, and there you go. Like they're your philosopher, I guess. So it's like there's no point in trying to do all this shit yourself because eventually you're just gonna look it up and someone else already said it. So in that regard, it is like. I wonder virtually useless i wonder how much how how true that is i don't know how true it is but like it's just the i i don't like the attitude of philosophy it has a very like gatekeepy ad like energy for no reason like no one gives a fuck. well that actually that actually makes me think of a very interesting philosophical question of like you know like all of the plato stuff about how you actually perceive reality that is that stuff is very interesting um like his allegory of the cave yeah that and like how sure you can really be of of like what like you see is that like just being presented to you like how do you really know that something is there like do you really is there any way to actually prove that you know but also like like your thoughts you know like something i think in my head like is it real just because i can think of it you know like like what does it even mean like to be real like a unicorn is that like i mean like when you think of a unicorn like if i say 
hey unicorn like you you have that picture in your head you know what it is you know what the essence of a unicorn is but you know it's not real but it's like well is it real because it's like in my head or something you know like they would say yes it has conscious because you thought of it so it exists it exists somewhere on some plane they would say well i don't know how many would disagree but i'd say a lot would say yeah in like the abstract sense yes but it's like is it is it physical then that's a whole different thing but then it's like well you know are like is are exactly it's just it's just like those really big questions that i think actually are interesting like like what is real how sure can you be that they that they are real you know um yeah and and just like it's 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 and it's and it's it's the same thing in eastern uh philosophy as well right like that whole um question of like perception right yeah that is that is always interesting to me especially perception is very scary like i I know and like on our planet but yeah just like you can it'll literally drive yourself insane if you just keep pushing and digging and trying because like there is no i don't think there i don't yeah plato did like the i think the best that anyone has ever done regarding perception yeah and like how we how it is that we really do understand things and how like we just kind of like there's just things that we just kind of just generally accept like yeah that that that's just true you know um but also plato adds like the political element in the cave of like how like there's actually someone or something like putting something through the 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 lens so that the projector is projecting those certain images on the wall right and that's how people perceive the world you know and then yeah. once you actually get out of that and you see the whole world outside of the cave like you did like you had no fucking concept of that and then you just you're you never want to go back to the cave right i think that's a lot of like you know that's 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 a lot of people that talk about like when they get out of all of like the stupid bullshit of like our our culture today you know and then they're like you know why the fuck would i want to know about whatever bullshit show is on netflix or whatever you know whatever song just came out it's like I, I i'd rather be interested in you know like like i'd rather go to church for example or i'd rather go read or i'd rather just go do something you know like i'd rather you know play guitar or do a hobby or something i'd rather just just think you know like like you, it, it, it it it's it's that concept but then it's also it, it's a it's a bunch of different stuff that that the allegory of the cave talks about um, you know what's really funny is like that was one of the first that's the only thing that i remember from taking i only took one semester granted and this was years ago um like i think 2016 literally was when i took it and it was funny it's the only thing that i remember but i thought it was an interesting um a very interesting concept and i actually liked it a lot and i had to do like a, a i can't remember if it was a critical analysis piece on it or if it was a synopsis of it it was for a test and i thought and like i thought like i understood the point of it pretty well i actually liked what i, I wrote a lot and i was like this is cool i'm gonna enjoy this class and then i got the paper back and i fucking failed the assignment <laughs> i don't remember what i wrote but i didn't feel like it was that far off so i, I really wish i still had it so i could read it but oh, I, I just always thought that was funny because like oh I, I love the allegory of the cave and then like i remember back in school like i, I failed the assignment to and, you know correctly describe it or i don't critically analyze it i don't remember but i just i just always think it's really funny just like failing an assignment of something i thought i did pretty well at it's always a good humbling experience um but i I wish i remember the take that i had because i don't feel like i 
I didn't give like my opinion on it. I just tried to like give like a spark notes literal synopsis of what the the whole point of it was and i like i really don't think it was that far but i failed it wasn't even like a c it was just like f you do not understand the assignment it's like oh fuck okay we're playing this way now all right but no i i think the important part of philosophies plural is the self-reflective stuff or the the death of the ego you know looking into yourself i think those are probably the most useful than just pondering the universe or you know that's epic though like that's just cool like uh, you know like on the nature of things like i think that was fuck like i forget which roman philosopher that was or like the way like like confucius's like teachings and sayings he has a bunch of good stuff yeah um but also like I, i just i love not just like the universe but also like it's just you know every culture has some sort of understanding or like they have some sort of perception of like the cosmos as like the Greeks put it, which is just like, you know, like we are part of some sort of like ordered like thing, you know, like some ordered body, like some Sorry, ordered my, entity. My recording ordered, cut out, so you know? Will's going to have to start his sentence over. So go ahead. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. what yeah I'll, I'll figure it out just just start start it back so should i stop it now and start a new one Yeah, okay. Yeah, just just text me that number. Wait, I can just edit it. Yeah, no, I can just edit all this out. And then I can just, and then I can just, you can cut out segments of a audio. And then, you ready? Right. <laughs> right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, so as I was saying, like e- every culture has some sort of understanding of like, you know, like there's like this purpose here where we are like it's things are, like it's like it's not just like like the universe isn't just like a, or sorry, the world like isn't just like this collection of matter. Right. 
like just there's a reason for the the how why we do things right like there's the cosmos right like you got you got the divine you got the you know you got human you got the the living and the dead and you got like you know different realms and you got like an afterlife you got like you know it's it, it it's just interesting and like it, the the way that like like every you know every every culture does philosophy and they, and they they do like literature and things like that and they they try to understand like you know like human nature and like what it is to to be human you know i think it's okay i think it's like the art thing like it like art is important in the fact that like we need to do different stuff and we need to express ourselves in various ways and art and music being quite relevant. So I think philosophy should more be a hobby and not like it shouldn't be taken as seriously as people take it, I guess. But I do find it interesting. I find the self-reflective stuff more interesting than I do the outside stuff. But I don't know when I did it. I just what? I hated I the, it's all the, the attitude about philosophy, I guess, is more what was annoying about it. Like the prestige of it, what well, shouldn't be that prestigious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but dude, like, explain to, like, the average person the allegory of the cave. Like, they wouldn't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Do they have to? Like, is that a requirement to, like, have a good life? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is it really that important to know about? That's not what I'm saying. But, like, when you're talking about, like, the the pretentious attitude or, like, the... Like, it's not easy to do. Like, <laughs> like philosophy is not easy. Well, no, I mean, you can have things that aren't easy that are useless. Like, you can do... like. You can make like you can like tell somebody to you know recite the most amount of numbers of pi as they possibly can. That's not easy to fucking do. It goes on forever. It's gonna be what their limit is and how much they can remember. But like, why would you tell them to do that? Like, it's it's useless. Yeah, but like you can. It, 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 that that's a that that's not exactly equivalent. I would argue, but like with philosophy, like it just it, it gives you a, a a better perspective of the world. Like what peoples and cultures have have thought ab about you know like what they larp on all the time you know like throughout history um yeah i just think it, it informs you more it allows you to just you know like when you're in, when you're more informed not in like the whole like media sense right like the oh i'm more informed i can make better decisions. but like the more like you're actually you know you know what i'm talking about yeah. the more you're actually informed on like wisdom and things like that it just like it allows you to you know not just like make it like yeah i mean it, it allows you to make better decisions and it, it allows you to actually more like think for yourself and just put something like think about that like you were saying with the people that inspired you and say like, okay how do i put like how would i kind of like what is my like purpose for doing things right and and like i i just think like you just become more you just become a better person. Like you become like better at the things you do. You become a more virtuous person. Right. Um, it's also just interesting. Like the topics that I've talked about. Um, there's a bunch of different reasons. I wasn't exactly like, I'm sure I could write this down eventually and explain this in a more elaborate and eloquent way. But that, that's really how I would put it. No, I understand it, your, it, I understand your point of like, if you do any sort of, critical thinking or you go around the world and try to see how other people think and do things you'll become more versatile and you'll like like i said the more you use your brain the the smarter you'll fucking be in any situation my point with philosophy in general is that like 
most of it's fucking useless. Like most of it, you won't really learn. Like you'll learn something, but what you won't really like? like learn anything like tangible. Like it won't like it won't have any specific use, and it doesn't have to have my. It doesn't have to have a specific use, but it also just like people just chalk it up to be more like educational than it really is. Like it it really is just like you're looking at somebody's opinion of how something works without actual proof of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's Wait, it's I, it's, uh, well, it's a perspective that you're gaining. And maybe it, and if it applies to your life and it makes you a better person, then it's very important to you. But I think just like just learning about it for no reason just doesn't serve a purpose. But if you find it interesting and it's actually like you're interested in it, then then sure. But like I feel like the people that like if they take strict philosophical things and they apply it to their life or they try to police other people with it like it actually makes you more closed-minded than you accepting things and taking in new information you know with a grain of salt and seeing what works for you in your real life so i feel like it can have a negative effect if you get way too heavy into it honestly it's anything really well yeah it's anything Cause but then, yeah well because then you're not even really like fo following the philosophy you know um well, I feel but like like it, giving yourself a strict rule to like think about things without even testing it first to see if it works for you, but just saying like this is how the world works or this is how you should think about a certain X Y Z thing, I I don't think is productive. That's when it becomes ideology. I I mean, I don't yeah, think ideology. It's just it's just watered down religion that's a um well you say yourself philosophy is just thinking about things so like whether it's an ideology and a religion like a lot of people thought really hard and they thought about moral questions and they and you know thought about the, the power of fucking will and all that shit like they actually took the time to think about it philosophically so by that definition like anything that they thought about more than just i like this or don't like this as a philosophy really or just people's opinions so i i don't know that's one thing. You're just like you're studying people's opinions on things, and if they work for you, great. Like people's opinions, like yeah, I, I I guess, but like, I mean, like when I think someone's like opinion, I don't know. It it just seems more like it's just not as highbrow, if that makes sense. Um, highbrow is what, but. As, like, philosophy or ideology or something like that. I mean, they're just really witty like, opinions. Like just... <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess it's on his eyebrow, but, I mean, again, like, I, guess. I don't know. Well, and also, like, I mean, it, 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 it's like, you know, like, there's good and bad philosophy just in the sense that, like, there's good and bad music, you know? And I know some people legitimately don't like music, and that that's fine. I mean, I don't know what the hell is wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, freaks of nature. <laughs> like, silence right. and turtlenecks. Um, no, I mean, that's for some people, you know. Um, but it's it's honestly like, well, so I know the word means knowledge, but I think it's honestly just, it's, it's I mean, it's really wisdom as opposed to knowledge. Right. Like, you, you know, like you were saying, like, well, it's, it's not really useful. Right. And I think, yes, for like knowledge sake, right, just information. Sure. Uh, you can make that case. But I think for like, as far as wisdom goes, like you you get a lot from that. I mean, I feel like you can only get it if it applies to what you're doing. Like, I, I feel like you can learn a lot of very smart takes of wisdom and have it not change your life. You know, nothing has to be as profound or things don't have to be as profound. Fuck, man. I don't even know what I'm trying. 
wait, hold on. Things are only going to be as profound as you are capable and as what you make it, you know, like I. Right. So if you're dumb, then like philosophy is not really going to do much. Well, no, it's not even if you're unless... dumb. It's just like what, like, I, I guess it really just depends well, no, on what I, you're learning. Like, what actually, is the thing? the people who it doesn't won't do anything to him is average intelligence people. <laughs> Why? Because like the, the less credulous like, or yeah. the more credulous, I would say. Well, because, like, they're smart enough... It's it's the whole horseshoe theory of practical intelligence. Like, they're smart enough to realize that, like, hmm, okay, I can understand some philosophy, like, better than these, like, stupid people. But, you know, like, like that's all that they, they think about. So they think, hmm, you know, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm, like, a philosopher, you know? And, like, and it's just... That's all they think about. Whereas, like, someone who's a low IQ is just gonna, like... You know, like, a, a, a lot of these high IQ, like, philosophical positions, right... Uh, of, of of like wisdom like literally low iq people hold the same exact like viewpoints they just don't exactly know how to like articulate it in the same way you know um like like the big thing with the john doe was the was the defund the police how like a low iq person and like a super high iq person would like say the exact same thing about like no like we cannot defund the police that's insane Whereas, like, someone is, like, uh, an average IQ would be, like, um, actually, like, we do need to, de to defund the police because, like, you know, like, uh, like, crime is just from so socioeconomic, uh, like, like, just, like, situations, you know, and, and instead of cops, we need social workers and everything to de-escalate situations. And then, like, both, like, the high IQ and the low IQ person would just, like, start laughing is basically <laughs> what John Doyle explained. <laughs> Right. And like, you see what I'm, you see what I'm saying where it's like, they're smart enough to see that they're smarter than some people, but they don't actually see any of like how, like, because like they're coping with the fact that they're mediocre. So like, they don't understand it, 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 it. It's either they know and they're just coping or they just literally don't understand that. Like all the stuff they're saying is just, is just wrong on so many levels. It's just, they just think it's right because it's like, it's it 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 it's just articulated in a way that's like, it it it's better than like in in in, the, in a way that like um a low IQ person would say if that makes sense. I don't know. I honestly just like I said before, it just depends on the topic that you're talking about and how much experience you have in said topic. Because I feel like anybody of any intelligence can fucking say whatever, but then that's different from the people that actually are in that. You know what I mean? They actually deal with it as as like yeah. with the police thing. Like you can have like really smart stupid average people just like say their piece but they don't actually know because they've never done it they've never been into it well yeah it's not this isn't a fact i mean it's just like a it's a i mean it's a fun little like i mean it's a theory literally no i but, i get the premise um, of the theory so it's like you you kind of have like well that's kind of the way our education system was designed you know just smart enough to work the machines and just dumb enough to not understand how they work like that's that's kind of what we've been raised as you know as a society but i mean yeah it's just we're just like so like over intellectualized you know but it's it it's also it's just it's just interesting to think which how, is what like, philosophy is then. so it's like that's that's kind of my point with it you you kind of were saying what i'm saying is it like what <laughs> because like philosophy is just for those average intelligent people because like they'll just say word well, salad it, yeah but throughout history like it, that it wasn't really that wasn't really the case like it wasn't because like you know people weren't always like people didn't always know how to read and write right you know 
So like, the, but the problem when everyone gets access to that is that this happens, right? And you get a bunch of bullshit. Um, or also you get just a bunch of people that just don't understand it and they like they take it in the complete wrong way. That's like part of the reason why they wouldn't let you read the Bible back in the day, you know? Because there's a bunch of shit in the Bible that like if you don't understand what it means, it literally is like insane, you know? I think theologians did a good enough job on that on their own to fucking give their shitty takes on the Bible. I don't think they needed the mass public to help them out with that one. But regardless, I don't know. I, I, that's why I think like, like training your brain to critical thinking to solve problems is way more useful than just thinking about ideas, you know, like training your brain to do numbers and training your brain to do all this other useful shit. Because like, I, I feel like average intelligent people can't, handle highly like not like it or you know engineering or anything like that because like you can you can have somebody that's average like you said have say the most smart sounding thing in your life but they can't design anything or they can't you know do a math equation which is way more useful so i that's what i'm saying i think it's just it's more prestigious than it needs to be or it's more it's more highly esteemed than what it actually is compared to all these other people that can do these amazing skills that kind of just get overlooked. Yeah, but like these skills, I mean a lot of it a lot of it's just utilitarianism. Like it's it's just purely material. And it's like great, like we can make a vehicle that runs faster, you know. Well, believe it or not, we need to great. rely on material great. aspects because we live in a material planet and you eat material food and you wear material clothes, you can't just think about shit all the time and have nothing. Obviously, you don't want to worship and idolize material things. That's not what I'm saying. But like you have, since you have to deal with material things, you have to figure out how to conquer that. But it's not purely material things. It's, it's also like just industrial things too. You know, like, you know, like, well, we invented the car, you know, well, and and it's like well look at all of these like great things it does and it's like that's fair but it's like it 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 it, it fails to see any of the potential negative aspects of inventing like widespread transportation right i mean everything has has risks and cons and i mean that's just how it is with life yeah, a lot of people have, like... yeah but most people just don't see that like the average iq person just doesn't think about that well, everything has a cause and effect. Like I, I mean, if you if people just sat around they and don't, think like, about things all just, day, like what what would be the negative effects of doing that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, but people don't think about that. They always just think about positive effects. Okay, I I guess yeah, I agree, I agree with that. You see, like you, yeah, okay, that's that that's really just the point I was trying to make. I don't think philosophy solves that problem. <laughs> well, no, because not everyone should have it, but yeah. See, like, this is why certain things were restricted from people. And I wish people would, like, understand this. Because a lot of people are just so arrogant in that respect. Like, why didn't they teach people how to read or write? And it's like, you just look at them and it's like, that's fucking why. Like, you are why. They didn't, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, I don't think they were taught effect. I, I think, like, I think modern day, I mean, this is mainly, this is also mainly just in this country. Like, you, like... Obviously, like, a lot of people that are dumb across the world are be mostly because, like, they're poor or, like, they don't know, like, or they're in a very heavily restrictive culture. 
most of those people are, are like like are of those two reasons of why they're mostly dumb. But you have a lot of insanely intelligent people that are from other countries well, yeah. just in general. But like here, That's most true. people are just well, fucking like, dumb. Like it's not even like a stereotype to say. It. It's just like it's how our education system raises us. It's the food and drinks that we have. It's the opportunities that we have. It's the complacency. It's just the comfort, and it's a bunch of other. So it's like we're a very unique case. I feel like we have the most dumb people per capita than any other country on the planet. It's just dumb to like low, because like that 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 that's the thing with IQ, is that it's just a test of abstract thought. Like it has nothing to do with actual like, you know, like the real world essentially. So like that's why. Like people with a low IQ have common sense because like they needed to survive, right? Because they don't, you know, like you're saying, like because a lot of them like it's just a lot of it is just it's just material or like they're just they're not as well off, you know. So like they're not they don't have access to this like education where you learn it in this like orderly fashion, right? So like they're not gonna know like the Pythagorean theorem, right? But they're gonna know how to like you know fix a well or whatever, you know, like you see. Like, um, I'd be curious to know, like, what statistics, like, there's people that can, like, have street smarts to survive, and there's also people that are also really fucking stupid, and that's how they get, like, killed, and that's how they just can't, like, they, they can't get out of their situation, too, so it's, like, I'm curious to know how much more is like that, because, obviously, the one thing that you can get out of that is resourcefulness, like, you can be very crafty and very resourceful growing up in a shitty situation if you're not stupid, you know what I mean, like, you can learn that, but then you cannot be technically book smart and not know math problems and shit, but you still do useful things that apply to your life. You're not sitting around just thinking about things for no reason. You're, you're learning shit that's yeah. useful to you, and that's all material. You have to, you have, to have like material resourcefulness to survive. That's kind of my point. Oh, right. Right, but like, I'm just kind of feeding it into the point of like, of the reason like why I think it, it is, is esteemed is just because like, it's just without the understanding of like that like back in the day like like this like you know it this this wasn't just like something for everyone like any sort of like literature or like you know religious texts in any culture really you know like but it's also like i i i just i also don't tolerate at all like the arrogance that like it's exclusively in western culture that we all have all of this bad stuff it's like no like you really think like the the chinese like philosophers were like were like and the scribes were like showing chinese peasants who just ate rice like how to how how to write chinese like absolutely fucking not yeah. like you know like yeah. yeah it's not i hate that idea too like the inherent whiteness or the inherent western thing it's just like fucking look at any history like i <laughs> Like you don't even yeah, have like to. I hate to exactly like it's just it's not, but like um, what what was it like the fuck like I forgot who I think it's like Rousseau, he's like essentially like as I understand like the father I don't I don't know if it's him or if somebody like they're like the father of the whole like anti West motif of like everywhere else is beautiful and in peace and harmony. And then the West comes and then just fucks everything up. Yeah. And it's like, and it's just evil. <laughs> and it's like, like, it's just evil white racism. That's what it has become now. But it's, it's like the origin of that. I need to actually, I want to look more into that. What do you think about the, like, the Buddhist philosophy? Like to desire is to suffer. 
That's interesting because like Buddhism is the closest Eastern religion to Christianity in terms of the actual like principles and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, there there is a lot of over the overlap with that in Christianity, like the the tenets of uh, desire. Yeah, with desire, like more so like the the Christian understanding of that would be like. I so like in, in Buddhism, so you said to desire is to suffer. is to suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of that is true because what that in like a Christian understanding would be like, you know, desiring things without like understanding what it is that God wants for us, right? You know, because obviously there are things that God wants for us that we also desire, right? Um, but there are things that we desire that, you know, God has something better for us, right? And then to, to just desire that, right? And we don't understand that there's something like, you know, better for us that would be suffering well to me like i i i guess it just depends on who you talk to but i feel like a lot of the religious people i talk to i feel like they have they their attitude is that they have a divine right to their desires whether that's manifest destiny it's it's finding land or just like their their um their desire to be wealthy and make money and like or their desire to like be fruitful and have children like i feel like people like they think they have inherent rights to their desires and regardless of that line it lines up with whatever yeah, de- they believe. I don't know. Well, yeah, desires in a way, like they're a sign of God's love. You know, right. like they're not they're not inherently bad. Well, I think right? the... it also depends on. It also depends on you know what it is you're desiring. From what, you know? what I understand, the Buddhist concept of desiring is that it's more about being content. So it's like you don't have to, you know, work up to like you don't always have to look forward to something new and like just always constantly think about the stuff that you don't have that's what it's mean like the desire is to suffer because you're not happy because you always think about the shit that you don't have and the things you want to achieve and then once you get it you're on to the next thing like to me it's just that's what i got was like you're just never content it's like if you keep desiring shit you're just gonna do that until you die and then you look back at your life and be like yeah i accomplished all this stuff but you know i was miserable the entire time or for most of it Right, because it's like at what cost? You know? Yeah, exactly. But also, they said. Yeah. I think it's also they said it's, it's part of life too. So I I don't know. I'm not really too versed well, in the so, Buddhist shit. I'm not one of those annoying white people. But yeah, dude, I I, I saw this. I I saw this like tier list of religions. Catholicism was number one, and like at the complete bottom, like it was it was below F tier. It was like all the way on the bottom, separated from every single other religion. It was um, Buddhism as practiced by white people. <laughs> yeah, the fucking <laughs> that is like low, <laughs> the worst. The people you meet in um, your uh, at your rave, your local rave. Yeah, shit, white people with dreadlocks too, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, another big thing in the Christian understanding is like, well, so we have all that stuff, like you said about. Yes, like the desire, you know, to like accomplish things, you know, to 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 like do great things, you know, on our on our people's behalf, you know, like conquest, like discovery, creation of of life, you know, whatever it may be, you know, like that. But there also exists the concept of like monasticism, right, which is very much <laughs> like Buddhism, because like, you know, wait, what? Nothing. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Well, sorry. I was thinking okay. of monastics. But never mind. Oh yeah, no, no. Um, wait, because when you when you actually look at the lives of like cr- Christian monks and Buddhist monks, like they live pretty similar lives, you know. Like they completely just isolate themselves from the rest of society. 
they give up literally everything they have like they just all they're all self-sustaining they just sit down and just think about deep theological issues for their entire lives you know and it's just because like they, they both have that understanding of like just like rejecting the material world and like understanding that it's passing right right and that like i i should be thinking of the divine right and whatever buddha's divine case would be and then in christians the christian case would be, yeah i'd rather just think about god and what he's doing and what he wants for us you know but that but it's cool like because i think it like like you said i'm also not necessarily like as like i'm not really well versed in the, uh, buddhism as as i should be right or you know but uh, um but like like the western like like the christian understanding is that like there's like the two paths right like some people like does desire like it's it's all that stuff is meant for some people right but then some people are also meant to just live at a monastery in in the middle of nowhere right you know because god has a plan for all of us yeah i I would assume they would people highly devoted to either faiths have a very strict (laughs) regimen that they do to adhere to their lives or in their lives um yeah because we're not you know we're not all the same you know um i mean i know there's the whole like concept of like sheep and everything which is true but we all at the end of the day are individual like we're all different people um but it's you know but 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 that's how like you know in western culture you can get like you know like the epitome of like the just like rejection of like the material self and it's like you just completely devote yourself to like the life of prayer and and all that stuff and and of god and everything would be like you know saint ignatius of loyola or something like that or saint benedict you know like one of those you like you know those 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 types of people right and then on the other hand with that with like the the desire and the conquest and like just that that other side of masculinity because both of them are very masculine um you know lifestyles right but yeah um and not not in like the bullshit andrew tate way i mean like the actual masculine like you know like i'm gonna devote myself to something right um but then in the other like spectrum that you know you get the conquistadors you know like hernan cortez francisco pizarro like christopher columbus like they represent that other kind of side that you can choose you know yeah and you can and like choose to uh strap yourselves in a pvc pipe and try to go explode yourself in the bottom of the ocean <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> oh yeah that I, I heard about that but can, can i can we talk about that in a second and i yeah, can sorry it. <laughs> right but <laughs> um well it's it, it it it's like um you achieve this sort of like semi eternal state of being it's really interesting you know like like i either either two of those lifestyles because like at the end of the day you did something great in the name of god right i know not everyone succeeds in doing so but that's what the whole point of either like occupation so to speak is to do right and so like because of what you achieved for like for yourself for your people and for god right like you know you're remembered for the end of time right you know and it's just it that that's just that's such a cool thing to think about you know 
I wonder though, do they really do it for that reason? Do they just do that just to leave their legacy on Earth and just have other like they want the attention from other people, or at least the they want the praise from other people more than they want it from God? You know, that was always my question because I I've known a lot of people that were like oh, yeah, that. They that... want to leave their mark for the holy reasons, but they I don't I honestly don't think they really cared about that. I really think they just wanted to be revered. It's definitely the case for some for some people, yeah. But that that's that's then then you're ultimately missing the point, you know. Oh, totally. But um, I just, I feel like a lot of people that I knew that that said that they didn't actually like practice that or believe that themselves. It's just what they told themselves to make them feel more um, divide. I don't fucking know what the word is. Well, I th- I think a good example of this would be like, you know, George Washington or something like that, you know, like, like like. Like what he did for like like you know the people of this country, like what he fought for, and all of that stuff. Like he totally achieved that state, and he did it. And then he and you know he did it for his glory, for his people's glory, for God's glory. He did all of it. You know, and I think I think it's honestly when 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 you. Well, okay, no. Like I was I was gonna say like when you do all of it, but then I'm like, yeah. I don't know, but but that's just the whole question of like desire and things like that, you know. Right. Like, is it selfish? Is it not? I mean, well, that's where philosophy comes from. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, do does like does the two paths of like of, of like Western man kind of make sense? Like the way I explained it. No, it makes sense, and like I said, the I I okay. feel like I've I've grew up with a lot of people that had those mentalities, and to be honest with you. Like, I found them insufferable to be around because I think they weren't actually being genuine. They would just, like, say things because they sounded good. But they actually were, like, pretty successful in their lives. And, like, they could apply that sort of those paths to whatever they did in terms of, like, their hobbies or their job or their education. Like, they were were pretty well-educated and pretty successful in, in their everyday life. So there is something to be said to constantly pushing yourself to achieve glory and whatever the sense of the word is and whatever aspect that is um i just i didn't like being around them like there's something about them that was just really fake to me but that doesn't mean anything it's just i think like the ability to like get humbled or like bring you down to center is kind of a hard concept for most people in general regardless of whatever you believe in yeah. so that's like the part of philosophy that I enjoy is the, you know, the ego death and the self-reflection. Because if you, I feel like you can have two things at the same time. Like you can be very ambitious and have a lot of drive and also just relax and be centered. Like I, I feel like a lot of people can, or not a lot of people, I feel like you can achieve both of those things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, because that's why I was going to tie it like, into the whole submarine thing because the, the CEO was fucking really arrogant and he ignored all the like they they pretty much like they fired their their safety guy or who, the director of whoever's supposed to look over this shit. Basically, they needed a stronger hull and they needed a stronger viewing window because it was not able to reach the depths that they claimed it was. And he pretty much got shit canned and fired. And so the CEO was one of the ones that was you know killed himself and four other people because of his arrogance and his desire for adventure and risk and glory you know the fact that no one else is able to do this or at least as the way that they're doing it so you know people i mean obviously people have been memeing it for three days and i thought they're kind of funny because it's a senseless tragedy kind of like the titanic which is ironic to say the least um 
and the fact that like they paid for a Titanic experience and they sure got one. <laughs> right. But it's just dumb all the way no, around. No, like that like say whatever you want about it, but I think people that are just celebrating like the fact that like it's like 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 that just like some CEO died, like that that's sick. Like I'm sorry, like like you know, like just people like like another like corporate executive is is gone for and it's like just no like somebody died like that's sad you know in brutal ways too like i can't imagine what it's like yeah. to die the way they did but i mean it's just the irony of it was just fucking funny so it's like i wasn't celebrating their deaths but i i'd rather him be alive and go to prison honestly like i i like if he's the only one that's like there's no way anyone's surviving that but like if he did miraculously survive i wish he would have lived with the guilt and then went to jail. <laughs> I must ask you this last question, and then I actually do want, kind of want to go to sleep. <laughs> um, just give me a short answer. Fine. What do What do you think is more cruel? The death penalty or solitary confinement? Depends on the person. I would say people that fear death, that's their greater punishment, and the people that like hate being in prison for the rest of their life and have no purpose and they'd rather die so whatever the opposite of what they want is what they should get or is more cruel in my opinion i don't know i i had my view in the death penalty has kind of changed like i don't really care like if my thing is like some like innocent people do eventually like or not eventually they do get and like innocent people have you know got killed from the death penalty but again, like, is it worse for them to sit in right. jail for, you know, 50 years or to them for them to die instantly? So I, I, I don't know. For me, I would not want to die. I would rather live out the rest of my life in prison than just die now because you never know what can happen in 40, 50 years. You know what I mean? So it's just the possibility yeah. and I want to experience True. life to the best that I can. So for me, it would be more cruel to get the death penalty, but I could see how that'd be different for other people. My like view on it, um, I I I absolutely think it should be like used for like felons, you know. Um, well, depending on the felony and also how many times you've committed it, right? Because it gets to a point where like it's just having someone like that on the streets, just or even like, you know, because like you can you can get you, like it gets to a certain point where like you can't even like f like fill up a prison anymore, or just prisons are just too like costly to like maintain right because like you got to make sure that they don't escape and all that shit um so yeah but also like it, it also just serves as like a you know like you know just i mean I, I know it's it's it it's scary but it's just like the you know this is what happens if you like murder someone or if you're a pedophile or something like that you know yeah i mean for the worst of the worst like I don't think it matters. Like, I would rather than, like, as as just, like, an efficiency standpoint, if, like, for the taxpayer money, who gives a fuck about their feelings or whether it's more cruel or not, like, obviously, I don't know. I mean, we're not animals, so it's, like, the fact that, like, lethal injection is probably the best way to do it, honestly. Because, um, yeah. like, I'm not one of those people that, like, oh, they need to suffer. Like, I, I don't care if they do suffer, but, like, I don't, like, want it. You know what I mean? Like, it's I feel like people have to have some sort of, like jealousy and sickness inside themselves to like wish that upon other people especially if it didn't even happen to them or their own family like they just like to cheer on that kind of stuff because it's you know morally whatever so i don't know unless like i mean unless like that person like like did something to you i can see why you would want to see them suffer like right. if they like 
like like if like you know like a murder was like you know it was the person who murdered your your daughter or something like, i can obviously see why you would you would want to like see that person suffer if like someone raped your daughter that i don't that know I, like i, I completely <sighs> understand why you would feel that i'm not necessarily saying that's right or wrong that you feel like that like that desire for someone to to suffer but like that just that makes sense as opposed to just you know just being an outsider well i always i always think about that like if i was to have someone like kill one of my family members or my girlfriend or whoever right and so if i was to really ask myself like even if I wanted their suffering, you know, it, it's never going to bring the person back. It, it's only going to like make you more jaded and more deranged, like in the future. Like it just, it just hurts you more, I think is my take on it now. So it's like, I feel like you just need to go through your therapy and just cope the way you need to cope. I don't feel like watching somebody suffer. Like there is no payback. There is no justice. Like regardless if they get off free or they die or they sit in jail for the rest of their life or they suffer a painful death, like everything has its end and once that's over like once they're both like once my daughter or whoever's dead and once they're dead what then you know what i mean like seeing them suffer is not gonna make you feel better you know what i mean like it just isn't yeah you know i mean i mean it's kind of cliche but it's the whole it's the whole like thing you see in a lot of literature like the you know um you know like revenge like won't get your daughter back you know yeah or um i i I love I, i think it's the confucian saying which is um if you go down the path of revenge first you you like you you dig two graves which i think is it that's very 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 interesting it depends mm-hmm. i think revenge is fair like i feel like it just depends on what you're doing i, I don't know like if you're if you're willing to accept the consequences because you have nothing else to lose then as long as you know what you're getting into but i don't think like like let's say like somebody kills your yeah, dad, like like then, what you have to live for yeah, yeah so like somebody like, kills your dad then like they weren't caught then you're able to find them before you know they're able to get caught by authorities so like and then you kill them and so like technically it's fair it's revenge eye for an eye like they killed your family you kill them right but then where you go from there you're still going to deal with the hurt and loss of your you know of your loved one right and yeah you might have some temporary release because that guy is no longer there but you're still going to be dealing with that hurt so I, I don't think yeah. it's an end like people think it's like an end all like they like oh justice has to be served and it's just a tragedy if it doesn't like there really is no justice the justice is you like healing yeah, and that, like that, and, that, that is that is true yeah, yeah like that the real justice is you moving on and like not letting it not 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 letting it affect you but like actually healing from it and moving on with your life and living your life you know what i mean like i feel like that's the real justice is that you're eventually to you're you're stronger now like you've made it through a very insanely traumatic events and then you're going to be better on top of it i feel like that's the true justice and some people would argue like you know would you rather go through nothing at all or go through something horrible and then have a stronger outlook on life or create beautiful art from it so there is that aspect too so i don't know right yeah and you know like like i brought up literature and everything like almost every bad guy like they're always on some sort of like revenge quest you know um but it, like you know, like in, in Kung Fu Panda Two, <laughs> you bring up um, movies so much. It's it's a good movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like, you know how, I mean I don't remember I don't know how much you remember of it, but like the whole thing, you know, remember Shen, like he he figured out like like he realized so like it, it the whole thing is you know like in China they invented fireworks or whatever, but then Shen got this idea like he could use like fireworks 
as like a weapon, right? And then his parents were freaked out and they went to the soothsayer and she foretold that, um, you know, like, like he, like Shen would do horrible things, but he would be defeated by a warrior of black and white and all that stuff. Right. And then of course, Shen, like he just, he got so mad and he went, he, he, he went to the, the panda village and he's like slaughtered all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when his parents found out, well, like he, they didn't find out. He like went back and told them cause he thought that they'd be so proud of what he did. And then they were horrified. Right. And then they banished him from the city and that made, and that made him so upset. Right. And it, it, that, that was the whole thing. Like that was the whole point of his character is like, he's trying to get revenge on his parents. Like he, he comes back to Gongman city. Right. He like, he takes back like the, um, the, like the tower, right. Like or the castle or whatever, like the Imperial, tower or whatever it was and then like he takes his father's throne and he just chucks it out the window you know and then um and then he go you know and, he, and he's just waging war and everything and then the soothsayer is just like you know like after all this is done like will you finally be happy like what like will, will all of this just like like you know like would all just come to an end like is are, are you will you finally be satisfied with all this you know and i don't i forgot what what he says specifically you know but yeah, and it's, it's just also never yeah. enough. Like once you like like, and I can't remember who said it. I it might have been like Andrew Tate or Jordan Pearson, like one of these guys. Like it's it's actually one of the takes that I I actually generally one hundred percent agree with, and I think it's one that most people can agree with if they really try. If it was if it was coming from anybody else besides those guys in that community, they would probably agree with it. But right. they in terms of like this is just in terms of sexuality. So it's like the people that I know that have been like cheated on, and they're like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna go do the same thing. Once you get that taste, it's kind of hard to break. Sometimes it's like. It's like the I don't know yeah. who said it, but it's like it's not getting it out of your system; it's introducing it into your system. You know what I mean? Like you, mm, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe once you play with fire, you're gonna get burned like you were before. So that's kind of my thing. Like sometimes, like, like it, that's I mean, it's simple. Like your philosophy: two wrongs don't make it right. For that reason, you know, it's just I've seen too many people get strung out because they've had something fucked up happen to them, and then it's like with anything, like you know. Your parents hit you, taste, you go bully someone taste else. Taste of your own medicine, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's just, that's just how life works. And if people just understood that true strength is not succumbing to it and like changing your life for the better or coming out of a situation where you're going to be better than you were before, is that's the true meaning to me. So I think that's a good note to end Damn. on for the night. Strength and solidarity or fortitude. Yeah. Stoicism. You know? Stoic. 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 But I love those movies. Those are great movies. Yeah. How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Stoic the Vast. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great. Oh, that's a. I love that movie. Yeah. Great DreamWorks movie. A lot of good. A lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda is still better though. <laughs> <laughs> Go fight about it on Reddit. Rant. Um. Well, this was a good one. Yeah. You know? Now Think I have to go wake deeper. up super duper early. <laughs> yeah, get fucked, mate. Yep. Saturday. Oh no, tomorrow's Friday. Fuck, I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta get up too. Alrighty. Yep. yep. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you next time. Bye.